Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim, movie. Oh, man. Oh, man. We are back. It is a state of emergency. Literally. The world is shutting down. Um... Welcome back to the Realest Podcast Ever episode. I don't know what the number is. It doesn't even matter at this point. World's ending in two weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. The world is over in 14 business yeah, days. It don't matter. Um, I'm your host, C. Diddy. I am Matt. Makes me sick. Um, quick rundown before we jump into the show. The NBA is canceled. Everything is the canceled. The NFL is canceled. Major League Baseball. is canceled. The Kentucky Derby. The XFL is canceled. Niggas is legit betting on whether or not the weatherman is going to predict rain. Dog. That's how did you bad see, it's out here, dog. Did you see the Joe on the on Vegas Dave page when he was talking about the he had the archery, archery. lock? <laughs> Vegas Dave giving out the archery lock, and then he said, Yo. "I got a, I got a, I got a hot tip on a seventh grade soccer yeah. game." <laughs> like, he was talking about spelling bees, <laughs> dog. This how bad it is. You know, FanDuel. Yeah. FanDuel the other night, me and Rob was talking. We was dying off this shit. Went on FanDuel the other night. No basketball, no football. No. You know what they got right now? You can bet on FanDuel. Who's going to win the Democratic nomination? That's <laughs> <laughs> dead ass on FanDuel, dog. Like, it's bad out here for the gamblers, dog. Nothing to bet on. So, uh... Public service announcement, um, like everything else in the world that matters that we give any inkling of a fuck about, um, we regret to announce that TRPE Live Friday, April 3rd is fucking canceled also. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, it goes to, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. You're not doing nothing on the second or the fourth either. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, uh, my whatever. birthday party is canceled. Uh, everything's fucking canceled. So with that being said, uh, you know, the next few weeks, the shit is about to get dark, man. Yeah, and it's going to get beer. Uh, about bad. a week ago, me, Matt, and Rob were talking about it in our group chat. And uh, Rob was, you know, uh, had sent us a, a tweet from this guy that had met with a venture capitalist group. And they were trying to predict, like, the trends going forward with this coronavirus shit and this and that. They basically said, this is just the very beginning of it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to peak in the United States until late April, early May. You know what today is? March 20th. Yeah. So that means you motherfuckers got a whole nother month of just upward climbing, more and more restrictions, more and more shit getting shut down, going toward stay your motherfucking ass in the house. I don't want to see you again. Like literally, it's it's so crazy because we went to Sam's Club. What's today? Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Last Tuesday, we went to Sam's Club. She had took off because she's off Wednesday, Thursday. She took off Tuesday. We went to Sam's Club over here in Jersey. It was a normal day. Yeah. We was legit on the tip like, all right, what do we want to eat for the week? Like, it was no 
go grab all the toilet paper yeah. you can find. There was none of that shit no going on. No prices shopping. That was literally eight days ago. Yeah. Fast forward to now, it's literally like, yo, unless you are an essential business, you cannot open yeah. your doors. I just was in Aldi. I just had to go. I ran out of bread. I had to go get more bread. Two uh, loaf of bread limit. My sister said that the shop right in uh, Delaware, I forgot where in Delaware, but they one pack of chicken. They regulating the chicken Holy packages. Shit. She said the lady tried to have she had two packs of wings. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, put that back. Like one pack of chicken, nigga. Like you better buy the family pack, motherfucker. You gonna be eating two wings. <laughs> <laughs> that shit gonna be bad. Trader Trader Joe's on Broad and Arch. They had a line. They was only letting two people in at a time. Everybody, listen, I, I, just, I just went to my bank to the Navy Federal over here in Cherry Hill. Um, I went to that joint and they letting in two people at a time, bro. Yo, listen, hey, how funny this shit You gotta was. sign in. I tell you, like, this is what I'm talking about, just how fast this shit changed. So I was sick last week. Like I was actually supposed to go back to work last Monday. Yeah. But I was sick. I literally was coughing, sneezing. You know, I'd be having bad allergies, all that shit. And, you know, you cough a couple times, you sneeze, your throat hurt. You looking at this shit. I'm like, ah, boy, here we go. I got the Rona. <laughs> I got the Rona. <laughs> I got the Rona. Going back in the sick book. Right. So I, I was out sick this past week. So I was like, when I started seeing what the symptoms was and the fact that if your nose is running, you don't have yeah. it, you know, and I didn't have no fever, none of that shit. So I'm just like, all right, yeah, I got regular sick cold shit yeah. going on. And it's crazy because this Rona shit hit right at flu and allergy season. So you don't know what the fuck is yeah. going on. So I went to urgent care. I sat up for a couple of days. I couldn't get my primary on it because my primary is, is oh. literally like, yeah, I want to come see Basilla. That's my doctor. Uh, okay, our next opening is uh, May 4th. It's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm going to be dead by then. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so I go to urgent care. They, they This is when it was first cracking. Like, yeah. all right, like, because mind you, this was last Thursday. Okay. So... They was like, you know, um, if you're experiencing some fever or um, what's the other one? Uh, trouble breathing, like respiratory like yeah. issues with breathing. You need to go to your primary or to the hospital. I'm like, no, nah, it's none of that. I'm just, you know, I, I just think I get. So they went and looked. OK, yeah, you have an upper respiratory infection, sinus shit, you right. know. There's here, a Z-pack. And here goes the antibody. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm like, yeah, the shit started clearing up. Boom, I felt better. So they gave me a note to go back to, because I was, she was like, when do you want to go back to work? I'm like, I'm going to go Tuesday, which was the 17th. So I'm like, all right, cool. My job, you know, I haven't been there since yeah. November. They done switched this shit around now to where, because I work a late. It, the way it used to be was, if you work a late, you can come out of the sick book that day you're supposed to work up until 8 a.m. and okay. still work your late, because you report after 1230. My shit don't come until 1 o'clock. So I, Tuesday, I called, like, late that night, the night before, actually, yeah. like Monday night. Like, yeah, I'm going to come out the book. I'm going to work tomorrow. She was like, oh, no, you know that change. You can only do that the first day you go out sick now. Like, basically, you won't be out sick for a day. You can come out the same day if you work late the next day. Gotcha. But if you, you've you been out for an extended period of time, you got to come out before 1230 for the next day. So she was like, you can't work tomorrow. You can work Wednesday. I'm like, well, damn. My note, you know, that I got yeah, on yeah, Thursday yeah. Says, says Tuesday. Mind, mind you, I got this note on Thursday. Now it's Monday. I'm like, this shit says for tomorrow. She's like, well, just go back and get another note. I'm like, okay. So now it's Wednesday, <laughs> Tuesday. I mean, I'm, I go back to the urgent care. I walk in the urgent care. I'm talking about it was six, seven nurses at the front. They all like, did you see the sign on the door? I'm like, I stepped back. I was like, if you, we're only experience, we're only treating people with broken arms, gunshots, like nothing. I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not sick. I just need another note. And the, the Asian lady, she's like, oh, yeah, he was in here the other day. He can come in. You can come in. And as I was coming in, there was a lady behind me with her daughter. She was coming in. So the nurse jumped up. I was like, can we help you? She was like, yeah, my daughter is like coughing. She's like, oh, no, get, you got the, 
<laughs> and they was like pushing around and like locking the door. <laughs> I got the push broom, like get the fuck out. And they dead ass, like you can't even get in the urgent care right now. Bruh, like, like if you shit, coughing, don't come here. Like this shit is so crazy. I was in Atlanta from Sunday to Tuesday. And I'm like, oh, I haven't really heard nothing about it. I've been following the shit on the news religiously. Last Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's <laughs> all that was on the news yeah. ticker. Every five minutes was some update about some part of the right. country or the world where the coronavirus was affecting something. So I'm like, oh, I haven't really heard nothing about Georgia. I should be cool. And I have tons of family, friends that live in Georgia. I'm like, I should be cool. I get down that motherfucker. It's like Wyatt Earp just came through this motherfucker and locked everybody yeah. up. It's nobody in the airport. It's nobody on the streets. Um, I go to my hotel. I'm at this new hotel called the Canopy down in like Upper Midtown. It's like the whole part of Upper Midtown didn't exist five years ago, just right. to put it in perspective. So you would think this is like a booming area. Mm -hmm. There's condos all around there. Fucking Hanover got a, a complex down there. Hanover Peach Street. All of this shit that once was warehouses and shit like that that didn't exist. You would think it would be bustling with like young millennials Fly and entrepreneurs. Shit. There's nobody outside, yeah, nothing. bro. Like, nothing going the fuck on. The only thing you can get, even the fucking hotel restaurant, they, they, the part of the reason why I signed up, went to that hotel was like, yeah, they got this amazing breakfast and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'll give it a shot. They had this artisan uh, buffet. You know, all the buffet shit is dead. Right. So they killed that off. They like, yeah, it's only a la carte now. I can't vouch for how good the breakfast is or isn't. We closed for lunch and then we opened back up from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to eat? Like, right. you can't do shit except order Uber Eats, bro. Like, it's nothing going on. I went to this uh, hookah lounge on Monday night to get dinner. I didn't go to get hookah. I went to get dinner, and they like, uh, you just got off an airplane? You like where you, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, where you from, bro? Like, we never you seen you, bro. Yeah, you live here? <laughs> like, and they was strictly enforcing the 50-person shit, and I'm just like, and, and this is just how crazy niggas are. Motherfuckers is pulling up left and right. <laughs> Like, I'm like, they gonna reach this 50 person limit they, in a second. That, that that shit literally went from all right, no more than 500. Then it was 250. Then it was 100. Then it was 50. Then it was like 10. In a week or so, it's gonna be like. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba. Like if you see yourself in the mirror, you, you draw <laughs> you it. Too much. <laughs> you draw it. Right? Real shit. And I, I it's funny because like I said, I went back to work. I only went to work for two days this week. I went two what's today? Friday? I went Wednesday and Thursday. And I'm I'm it's 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 so funny just the the dynamics of how different this shit like downtown I do the 48. So the 48 goes from front and market up Arch Street. Across the parkway, through what they call Brewery Town now, up 29th Street. A.K.A. North. A.K.A. The, North. The zoo. Yeah. Back up 29th Street to Allegheny. And Market Street, Art Street, it's empty. There's nothing. There's no one out there. There's nothing going on. The parkway, it's empty. It's cars. It's traffic and shit like yeah. that. But it's nothing out there. Brewery Town, where the Eastern State Penitentiary, it's nothing going on. There's no one on the bus, no one outside. You get to 29th and Girard, it's almost like niggas have created a force field. <laughs> and the shit doesn't exist. Niggas is sitting on the mailbox smoking weed. I see niggas passing weed to each other. Like, y'all don't get it. On 29th and Girard. Like, don't get it. First off, why y'all still passing weed? Period. Well, I don't even understand why that's still a thing. But all right, whatever. 
Niggas is barbecuing. I got the 27 in Clearfield. Niggas was playing full court, 5 on 5. I'm like, that's 10 niggas right there. Just outside hooping. It's just like the shit. Niggas begging to get on the bus. I'm just like, yo, this shit really. Y'all don't get it. Y'all don't understand it. It's like if one person comes around and is, you know. If one person gets the shit, at least two to three more contracted. It just is what it is. One positive test equals three to four people sick. You're susceptible to it just on the strength. It's like, do y'all not understand what the fuck this shit is like? Man, I don't know nobody got that shit. That's just some government conspiracy shit. And it's funny because I was saying it the other day. I'm like, niggas, the same way we do crime. It's like it's not until it happens to my household. Then it's like, oh, shit, can y'all pray for me? Here go my cash app. Send me some money. Like, that's when it becomes real. It's like we don't take this shit serious at all until it hits our doorstep. I was riding through the hood the other day. I'm just like, yo, this shit is crazy. It's like you would think there was nothing going on. Nothing. Kids is outside 40 deep running up and down the street. Niggas is on bikes. I saw, I saw like six dirt bikes the other day with bitches on the back of the bike. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you holding the nigga. You're not supposed to be touching nobody. <laughs> like, holding the nigga. Like, especially not him. Random ass him. Popeye, caca. Yeah, like, this shit is crazy, man. Like, we, we really, we don't get it. It's fucked up. And I'm like, yo, in this next week, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, in the next 10 days, everything's right. Literally, you saw Governor Wolf, excuse me, Governor Wolf last night, like, yo, if you're not an essential business, you you cannot open your, like, motherfuckers is getting hit with fines and everything already. Like, you cannot open. You're tripping. Because motherfuckers are stupid. Americans are dumb. They're gonna come there. Completely dumb. If you're open, I saw the Chinese store the other day on, like, 29th and... I don't know what random block that is. Huntington, Huntington maybe. One of the, Cumberland, one of them fucking joints. There was like eight, nine niggas standing in there. Now, I'm just like... Holding the fort down, baby. In the Chinese store. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, dog. So it's like, if you open, motherfuckers is going to come. Like how you said the other night about the hookah lounge. Motherfuckers just pulling up, pulling up, pulling up. It's like, you know. Don't nobody I know got that shit. You know what I'm saying? I saw the story yesterday. A family over here in Jersey, they had a uh, game night at their house. And seven people wound up contracting the shit. Oh, my God. Did you see that, T? Yeah, that shit was, like, big, big yesterday on the news. Seven people contracted it. The The grandmas passed away. The The uncle is on life support. And somebody young is, on, is doing real bad. But they said seven people got it. One person died. And somebody else is on life support. That fast in a week. That's fucking nuts. It, I mean, it's a fucking respiratory virus. So if you're wrestling, and like realistic, like I'm not going to my dad's house right now just because it's like my dad's older. It's yeah. like my girl, she's not going to her mom's crib. It's like because she at the airport, I'm around the bus. You could easily pick that shit up. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's a respiratory virus that you 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 can't really fuck with. Like, I don't know if you know anybody who's ever had pneumonia. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that shit, fluid build up in your yeah. lungs. You cannot breathe. Yeah. You die. You you can't breathe. Yeah. It's just what it is. So, yo, I literally remember being in a club about three weeks ago with DJ Boo of all people, and I'm explaining to him this fucking coronavirus and what's going on. He like, man, I don't know, I don't know no about that shit. Blah blah blah. Literally, fast forward two weeks later, he's calling me. Yo, what the fuck is going on with this corona shit? Yo. He's like, yo, you was just telling me about this shit two weeks ago. And it's funny, yeah, motherfucker. Before we started recording, Chad was telling me about how. What was you, you were saying about it being? You were saying uh, the nurse, somebody. Oh, listen, I can't say the I, hospital because I wanted to tell you something yeah, about this. Yeah, I can't say the hospital, but somebody that's very, very close to me works at a hospital in Philadelphia, 
And they were telling me that they had a whole floor with nothing but coronavirus patients, roughly like eight or nine people on it three weeks ago. They didn't start reporting this shit here as far as recorded cases and all of that about a week ago. So you got a two-week gap in between all of these people coming in for fucking coronavirus, and they're basically trying to chalk it up to being, like, suppressing information. Oh, it's like, you know, there's multiple coronaviruses, and it doesn't mean it is COVID-19. And how, why the fuck would somebody be right. contracting a coronavirus from four years ago? Right. When there's this new one sweeping the fucking globe and killing motherfuckers like hotcakes. It's crazy, but my homie hit me and he was like, yo, you got all the newspapers from when Kobe died, like the day after, right? And I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, Um, real quick, do you have the USA Today? And I was like, yeah, like I got pretty much everything from, you know, uh, like America. I got the Wall Street Journal. I got everything. So he was like... Is it close to you? Like, can you put, like, did you tuck them away or whatever? I'm like, I mean, they away, but, like, what, what, what is the purpose of this? What are you getting at? Yeah. He was like, go grab that joint real quick and tell me what's on the front page. So I went and pulled the shit out. Right next to the whole shit about Kobe passing away, like the side article, yeah. doctors searching for a vaccine for the coronavirus. Says that shit on the paper. I'm like, damn, how about it? <laughs> He's like, yeah, because I saw it on the internet. I wanted to see if it was, like, for real. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. yeah really. That was January. January 27th. I'm like, yeah, damn, how about it? I, I ain't even, I never, I wouldn't even yeah. think about that shit. But yeah, that shit definitely say it on there. Like, people don't realize this shit has been going on. Like, our government really ain't shit. It's been going on. It's been an ongoing thing. So what happened in China was, we talked about it before. The shit started in Wuhan, Wuhan, however you want to pronounce it or whatever. Um, there are multiple theories to the shit. People think it's bats. People think it's rats. People think it's a fucking. Uh, I said they were serving wolf meat. I saw motherfuckers like, you know, it was a basically like it wasn't even the meat. It was the fact that they put that shit out there and this shit done going basically like whole, uh, you know, basically I'm going like a ride. You know what I I'm saying? I saw something that said that they were gene splicing between yeah. bats and snakes or some shit like that. And then it just went haywire from there. So the, the ori origination, we don't even know at this right. point. It's jumped, the origination has jumped the shark. Trump has referred to it as the Chinese virus all week. It's and, the funniest and, shit And ever. refuses to not refer no, to it just, he's the, the lady asked him about it. He doubled down and was like, it's nothing to argue about. It came from China. All right, next one. <laughs> he said, he said, they, 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 he said they, they tried to say that it originated from American soldiers coming over to China and then passing it, and I, that's not going to happen. Not now, not ever. It came from China. Yeah, not, Trump not fucking around. So it's like it started in China and people are like, oh, China contained it. You know, the problem now is Iran and it's Italy. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. What China did do, and this is what goes back to what we was talking about with y'all playing basketball and barbecuing and everything else. <laughs> China shut down entire cities like go to where you're going to go and do not open the door. If you open the door, you're going to get clapped. Right. Point blank, period. You know what I'm saying? You go you you, you go into a fucking camp you know what i'm saying <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> seriously do not open your door and these motherfuckers was sanitizing the entire city spraying everything all day long and that's kind of how they got rid of the shit and yeah. now it's like even the boy the other day was talking about it on cnn he was like china is going to slowly open back up their economy because you know you can't just that's why i was telling people the other day it's not like they just in a week gonna be like all right, yeah, it's cool. And everybody just back out. All right, yeah, the live show back on, yeah, NBA at back the, probably. At the Chinese Noto going up. <laughs> like, it's not going to be like, like it's, it's It's not like that. So it's like, yeah, they shut down cities and, you know, really, really 
they took that shit serious, but people yeah. don't realize that shit. It's been going on since like December. Yeah, like that shit took like months. It, it it crescendoed in December. It it started creeping up around October, November, but it it like hit like oh my god, this yeah. is like a global a, a pandemic in December. The end of December, and then you know they shut the whole cookie operation. And, and down. it's so funny because it's like I said, driving a bus, you know, I'm back around people that I, I wouldn't be around. Yeah. Like I just wouldn't even have conversations with some of these people. And listening to them is just like, like what motherfucker yesterday on the bus? He was talking to the other guy. He was like, man, I feel like man, this shit gonna be over in the next couple of days. Da, da, da. And I'm just like listening to it to myself. I'm like, fam, the 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 airline industry is looking for a fifty billion dollar bailout because yeah. they said they're gonna be bankrupt by May. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. The NBA is shut down. The MLB isn't doing spring training. The, the, everything you know is, is just done. Uh. There are no shows. There are no theaters. Movie fucking uh, companies are literally releasing releasing shit straight to home right yeah. now. I'm like, I work at Scepter, which is always behind. They're always the last ones to the party. We just had a fucking special picking yesterday because they're changing all the schedules around. I got jam. I, I literally got the last 48. I come in at 5 o'clock now. In the shit. But the, the dope part, like, my homie was like, well, shit, you know, they got the curfew. Ain't nobody going to be out after 8. I'm like, these niggas. They're going to need mounties with fucking horses to keep these niggas in the house. Are you crazy? But I, I got to work. Five to one, and now we're all we're we're not even working the full week. You're only working four days. Dang. So it's like, and on our shit is like we got a union behind us to where they got a we guaranteed forty hours. Yeah. So I'm gonna work four days, an eight hour shift, but they're gonna pay me for forty. So that's cool. But but think about the fact if y'all didn't have the union backing y'all, how they would just be slashing y'all. This hours. is what I was about to say. So I know somebody like you said I ain't gonna say where she worked, but at a hospital, and she was like, they're literally like, are right, you gonna work one day a week? And everybody's like, well, damn, what about the other days? They're like, well, use your sick time so you still get paid. And they're like, well, what if you run out of sick time? They're like, file for unemployment. Shit, wow. Shit is crazy. So it's like, you know, motherfuckers in my joint was like complaining the other day. Because, you know, we got dudes that got big-ass runs. Yeah. Like, it's, it's 40 is like, and my job 40 is like, it's funny as shit looking at, like, other places of employment. Because people work 40-hour weeks. Yeah. That's just what they do. Seven might be the only place I heard where, like, if you work a 40-hour week, it's like, you all right? Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's how motherfuckers be with you. You know like, they got this overtime, right? Like, you, you work a 40? <laughs> fuck, you take a 40-hour? What you, you, the number? You the, you the cash five. <laughs> like, that's how motherfuckers be because runs, like, I took a 42-hour run for this picking. Yeah. And motherfuckers even asking me, like, you came up on some papers? Like, what's up with you? I'm just, like, I'm just chilling right now. Like, I you know, because we are tech, technically... We don't have a 40-hour run on the paper at all. Yeah. Like, the smallest run we got is, like, 41 and a half. But we got Jones to pay 50, 55. Like, me, I always take a Jones to pay, like, 55. But we got Jones to pay 60. My old head, uh, Tone, he got a Jones to pay 77. Dang. A week. Like, 77, no OT. Yeah. That's before doing overtime. Dang. Yeah, so we got crazy big-ass runs. So that shit is just like the norm in our yeah. joint. But everybody else is like 9 to 5, 9 to 5, 40-hour yeah. week. So now they done basically trimmed all the joints down to where, like, everybody's just going to have a 40-hour week. You don't work four days. Yeah. You're not even going to work 40 hours. Yeah. I'm literally working eight hours a day for four days. Yeah. And it's dope because you still got a guaranteed joint yeah. every week. And it's a lot of people out here right now that are like, 
in in a twist. Like, yo, what what's the a, fuck is happening? What's about to happen is this whole through this whole shit and the economic crisis that's coming right off of it. This is going to force a lot of companies to look in the mirror and say, do I really need this position? Do right. I really need that position? Right. Like can, how you it, talked about enterprise. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Can this day. position do some of this position's work and then the person below them do some of their work too? Like a lot of middle management and upper management positions are going to get completely eliminated or they're just going to fire all of their workers and make the fucking managers be the worker and, you know what I'm saying, whatever else. So with that being said, it's like a situation where – People are going to suffer off of this. Like the government has a plan right now at the Senate and at Congress that's like a nine-tiered financial bailout plan, right. starting from the big multinational corporations all the way down to like we're gonna give every household up to three thousand dollars. And that's why I see people like, oh, we're gonna get eleven hundred, we're gonna get twelve hundred, and I'm like, bro, they're gonna give you a twelve hundred dollar check and you might not work for the next eight yeah, months. And that's it. That's all you're getting. Like that's it, and it's crazy because you see, so like, did you see motherfuckers buying the the guns and ammunition yeah. and all that? Like shit? it's and going it's, out of style. Yeah, and it, it's it's it, it's definitely uneasy. Like what the boy say? It's, it's definitely something to remember. The, uh, the boy on the news, he was like, it's definitely a cause for concern. <laughs> but you know, I, I keep that <laughs> thing too. <laughs> he will get cut. <laughs> that's really how it is. It's like it's definitely troubling. You know what I'm saying? To see some of this shit going on, because it's like, goddamn, you can only buy one pack of chicken, but you can buy all the bullets you want. <laughs> it's like this shit. I'm gonna take somebody chicken. <laughs> somebody chicken. Somebody ain't not gonna make it home with their chicken dog. <laughs> like, what can I say? Is man, don't nobody love me. <laughs> Let somebody come out with some chicken. Real shit. And it's like, yo, things aren't adding up and they're not making sense. That's why I was thinking about when the guy that day was like, it's going to be over in a couple days. I'm just like, nah, this no, shit don't just end in a couple days. When you're talking about an $850 trillion situation, no, that doesn't end. Think about how crazy that is. The airline industry is already like, yo, we're going to be bankrupt. So yeah, we uh, was already teetering. We was, <laughs> we was on bullshit two months ago. Like, now we got to give all these people their bread back? What? What money? What? You know how many motherfuckers got have to get money back for, for like flights? Yeah. Why you think them flights was up four dollars last week? They was trying to scrape up anything. Anything. I'm like, man, all right, man. We we want we want two hundred, but what you got? It's man? like when Unk get fucking booked and y'all trying to get his bail together. <laughs> yeah. real? Make the, me an offer. That's the tip they was on. Flights for five dollars. Come through. Like, bruh, I'm busy right now. This is a, a out of touch nigga keep calling me. Like, I'm not going to California with you. So with that being said, um, I got two quick sets of twos. The first sets of twos is the two reasons how I know that our government did not take this shit serious and they really don't give as much of a fuck about us as they said. One, I'm coming through uh, Atlanta Hartsfield Airport. For those of you that don't know, Atlanta Airport is the busiest airport in North in the country, possibly North America. No, I don't think it's the busiest. It's one of them. It, it's it's top five. It's, it, but I know for a fact... Uh, do you remember she was a flight attendant? O'Hare in Chicago, Chicago. and uh, Charlotte. Well, that's because that's a major o hub. O'Hare is a drug hub. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where El Chapo was running all his shit through. Hartsfield <laughs> is definitely top five. <laughs> so. Hartsfield is, uh, is one of the top five busiest airports. And I come through this motherfucker. Number one, I'm talking about from an employee standpoint. Nobody's got a mask on. Nobody's got gloves on. There's no sanitation stations. There's no hand sanitizer. There's no nothing. Nowhere. You could just walk past motherfuckers. They not checking IDs. They not scanning. Like, and 99% of the fucking customers, me included, that are coming through there don't got no type of mask, gloves, nothing on. And they just letting niggas rock. 
these two crazy niggas that I was in Atlanta with the other day got into a whole skirmish in the airport, and they just let them just like just go ahead. Yeah. Like they, one of them didn't even have ID, and they was gonna let them get on the plane. Like, uh. yo, just go ahead. So that's the first thing. No type of protective nothing, checkpoints at the airport, none of that shit. So that's the first thing. Second, John, I don't know if you've seen it, it was a viral tweet where this girl says she came in across the U.S. border from Mexico. I think she was in Houston. She came through customs or whatever like that after being in Mexico and a couple other like uh, countries. I guess she was on a cruise or some shit. She said nobody asked her. Um, are you feeling di- any type of dizziness? Do you have a fever? Uh, were you exposed to any, you know, outside cultures or blah, blah, blah? They just stamped their shit and just kept it moving. So imagine how many other people crossed that same fucking border and all the other borders in uh, in America over the last couple Yo. of weeks, and they're not asking them shit about shit did you in see, terms of health. Did you see the motherfuckers who got stuck on the boat, the cruise ship, and no. coming out of Japan? So they... People started getting sick on a cruise. They were they were docked in Tokyo at somewhere not to, I don't even know if it was Tokyo. It was Japan, somewhere in Japan. Yeah. But they the cruise ship pulled off. Motherfuckers started being sick as shit. So they started quarantine quarantining motherfuckers on the boat. But you you on a boat, yeah. so it, like you ain't getting that far away from motherfuckers on a boat. Especially when mother they said it was like eighty five people on yeah. the joint who had contracted the shit. So they started quarantining people on the ship, and then they was like, yo. They was basically letting other motherfuckers get off the ship. Like, yo, you on a boat with sick motherfuckers, but you can get off. And motherfuckers like, yeah, but we getting off in the middle of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the boat just docked right. at, like, Egypt. And it was like, go ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead. So, the shit is crazy as fuck. But I was reading a thing the other day where it was, like, planes, boats, and the buses is actually the worst place you can be. And for me, naturally, I wear gloves. Over. I was always wearing the black yeah. gloves. That was always my thing. But it's so crazy seeing the way people are acting now with, like, cleanliness. Yeah. Where it's like, you know you probably should have been doing this shit. Y'all was dirty as shit. Y'all was kind of <laughs> dirty. Yeah. I saw it the other day. Pulled up at 22nd and uh, where the Whole Foods is, the Parkway, yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania, yeah. whatever. Lady gets on the bus, older black woman. She, she like, slid up the <laughs> door to not touch the handles and shit. Like... Remember when Bruce Willis got shot on Die Hard with a Vengeance yeah, yeah. when they were in the tankers and he was sliding along the wall? That's how she came up the bus. And I'm looking at her like, sis, why not just stay in the house? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she sat down. When she got off, she got off at 29th and, uh, what is that? Um, Susquehanna. She got off 29th Susquehanna. She slid back down the door without touching nothing. And then she got off. She pulled the the... The hand sanitizer out and was doing that. And I was just like, niggas is doing all of this shit. It's like, in three weeks, would they be like, it's cool? You gonna go back to touching door handles and shit? Listen, I was at the... Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union on Germantown Avenue on Saturday. Motherfucker came out the bank like Jet Li, like, boom, <laughs> kicked the motherfucking door open. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Nigga kicked that door hard as shit. Like, tell, me you, tell me you've seen a nigga with the five-gallon water drone on his head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so far, oh, so that leads me to my next set of two. My, and the nigga with the paper bag on his head, that was funny as shit. My Dude. next set of two, my Dude. two favorite coronavirus stories so far. This shit ain't funny, but it was but these were funny. First John is Bull is outside of the hospital giving a press conference about how, yeah, they thought I had coronavirus. They tested me, but I don't really have it. <laughs> they, they came, came outside and grabbed <laughs> and pulled him back into the hospital. Yeah. It's like, not so fast, Wu Chin. Come, come with us. So that's the first joint. Second joint in Italy. So I don't know if you've been seeing all the viral videos in Italy with them playing different music and shit. Well, you know what's crazy? Niggas think that's for real. Oh, it's like, not? They, they, it's not... What it, what it was was they were sync. As I told you, I followed a boy, Alex Torelli, and he's updating in Italy. Yeah. So people are quarantined in Italy. So motherfuckers came out on the balcony and started playing, like, they music and shit, like yeah. playing banjos and all that shit. Yeah. So as a collective, they all started singing the Italy national anthem. <laughs> and that's where the video was from. Okay. Were, so motherfuckers have been putting music putting to it. Putting love over it. <laughs> I saw City Girls today. Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. That shit. And it's like, people think this shit is real. Like, people really did that. And I'm like, no, you ignorant ass niggas. It's, they were singing the Italy national anthem. And people have just been putting music yeah. to this shit. So my second favorite story is about the Italy quarantine Girl decided she didn't want to be under quarantine no more. She tried, you know, all the cribs in Italy got balconies. Right. She decides, I'm out of this motherfucker. Like, I'm climbing off the balcony. So she's on the third floor. She climbs over the balcony and then realizes, oh shit, I don't know shit about climbing or how to scale a building. And then falls <laughs> off the balcony, smacks her fucking oh, head. I didn't see that. Smacks her fucking head on the awning for the entrance of the building. And it's just like laying on the oh, fucking Oh, no, I missed ground. that one. I ain't yeah, see that. Yeah, that was the other. That was like two days ago. Italy is in really bad shape. Italy and Iran are like, they said, uh, I think 400 some people died in Iran. In Iran yesterday. No, Italy. No, Iran yesterday. Oh, I don't well. even know about Italy right now, but Iran is the same shit. It's, it's, well, Italy had 241 day. They and had then... 361 day, and then it's crazy as shit. And really what it is is, more and more people being tested, more yeah. and more people being found out to have this shit. And it, it, we got two options. We got South Korea or Italy for America. Yeah. It's going to be one of the two. It's either going to be bad or fucked up. It, it, like it's, just, it's no way. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Americans, we, we've seen it. We, you you experience it. Yeah. Americans really don't listen. We don't. I just told you. I just got. I got a nigga on my line right now trying to get me to fly to California. Like nigga, why would I leave home and go be on lockdown somewhere else that's thirty seven hundred miles away? Listen to who, potentially can't to whoever's home. listening to this podcast. I don't give a fuck if it's four of y'all if it's four million. Stay home. Do do not travel. Lee knows somebody that's stuck in Sudan right now. That's wild. She went her went over there to visit her family. Shut the airports down. Can't leave. Fuck. 
and you know, Sudan is like in the middle. Yeah. Like, you can't even get like on a canoe or nothing. <laughs> like, like you can't go figure it the fuck like out. I have to hop on an alligator. Yeah, yeah. Like, real talk. It's like you go somewhere. It like everything traveling through Europe is a wrap. Everything traveling through Asia is a wrap. I don't even think Canada's letting none of us come up. No, here right it's now. over. Yeah. Canada shut the whole shit down. We ain't sick. We ain't getting sick. Fuck y'all niggas. Drizzy got 200 <laughs> tracks on the fucking Hot 100. No, nah, we done. Like, ain't nothing coming up. And it's like, yeah, you, you're not going to be able to go nowhere. Like, you're going to get stuck wherever the fuck you go. So it's like, why even risk it? To go somewhere and do nothing. Like, literally, you the other day was like, motherfuckers running down to Miami for what? Some, yeah. some sun? Like, this is the only thing they down shut here. the beaches down. The beaches shut down, yeah. Motherfuckers is, like, really on the news. Young white kids is on the news, like, well, you know, I've been booked this trip, and, you know, it's just it's just no getting around it, and I know school is canceled, but I still need it. Spring. Like, school is canceled. Why the fuck are you on spring break Duh. vacation? You know you could come here later. You can get... Now, here, and here's the thing. You can get... A, everything is open for interpretation right now. You can get... I don't give a fuck what they told you when you booked the trip. Your trip is refundable. Right. Everything. It's an international pandemic. Right. You are getting your bread back, or at very least, a travel credit. A right. travel voucher for traveling again. I done booked so many plane tickets in the last week. I got all these travel fucking vouchers, because I'm not going nowhere. Right. Niggas got me fucked up. I'm not going nowhere. This shit is crazy, man. And um, it, it's, it's so wild watching. Like, Ross said it best the other day. This is just going to be our new lives, and we're going to have to learn how to live with the shit. Like, Colleges aren't having graduations this year. Imagine going to UPenn. You paying fifty five thousand a year, and That's they tell you, lighter, and they telling you, yeah, you are gonna get a digital graduation. Yeah, we gonna throw you, we gonna throw your name on the motherfucking uh, on the banner on the website on right. the UPenn website. Real talk, like this shit crazy, crazy as fuck. Like they literally was on a tip, like yo, all colleges, like you got to be off campus today. Yeah. Like when they made the decision, it wasn't like oh you got to the weekend. It was like no today. No, today. Call your people. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all got to rule. Everybody. Shit is wild. Because nobody shares more shit than college students. Mm-hmm. So it's like literally, if so they saying it's, it's a one one confirmed case equals three to four people sick, infected. At a college, it's probably one confirmed case equals 300. Three, I was going to say three, 400. Because all they do is share shit. They fucking cooking utensils. They fucking snacks. Whatever. Girlfriends. Girl, all of that shit. All that like, shit. Like... So it's just, it's just like, yeah, it's like it's literally for the betterment. And I know it's an inconvenience and it's annoying and all of that shit. But unless motherfuckers park they fucking selves and commit to like not being places they don't need to be, it's just going to continue and continue and continue. And they're just going to get more stringent on what you can and can't do. Okay, so last week with the corona bullshit outbreak here in America, we were literally sitting at 300 cases. Right? This yeah. was eight, nine days ago. Yeah. We're at 10,000 now. Yeah, you know why? Because they suppressed all the information. Right. So where do you think it goes? How, how, how bad do you think it gets? Probably a million. You think a million? I think a million. You got It's 300 million people in the United States. A million is, because what they were saying was like a 1% fatality rate and probably like a 19% infect rate. A million is still well below. I, I honestly was going to, I was going to say upwards of like 40 Million? Yeah. Just because I, I really don't see so how. That would be like 15, per, like 12, 13% of the population. Like I saw something the other day where somebody was like 75% of Americans could end up with it. That's crazy. I, it's not as wild. Like, niggas is trying to go to Drake night. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Literally, the other day I had somebody straight hit me and was like, "Wait, so they shutting down everything and you can't do nothing that's not essential? Is y'all really going to cancel the show?" And I'm like, "No, we having it." <laughs> she like, "You sure?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no, yeah, that's, we, that seems pretty essential." Yeah, it's on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My doctor fuck, called man? me the other day. I had a doctor's appointment, right, scheduled for Tuesday. They called me on, keep in mind, I wasn't even going to be here Tuesday, but they called me on Monday morning and was like, yeah, this is uh, so-and-so from Dr. Such-Such Office, and, you know, we just wanted to call you and let you know, like, we're not doing any appointments right now. Um, We're doing what's called, like, a digital appointment, so we can, like, FaceTime you and assess whatever you got. I'm like... Yeah, I'm going to hold off on that. Like, just just reschedule my shit to, like, June or something. When I I was sick last week, and I was like, you know, I I told you I went to urgent care, I literally called my doctor first, my primary, and was like, yeah. you know, I'm feeling... She was like, well, what are your symptoms? I'm like, I'm coughing, I'm sneezing, you know. I don't know, I might have had a flu or something. She was like, okay, yeah, the doctor will call you back. I still ain't gonna <laughs> fuck off. <on. laughs> I still ain't call me back. And like, we're, this is a family practice. We're not equipped to deal with coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Please refer yourself to one of your local COVID-19 Yo, the shit is wild. The, um, but yeah, I, I think it... I think a lot of people end up getting it. Even I, I ain't even talking about like death or no crazy shit like yeah, that. But just contracting it. Be just how how fucking three Sixers got the shit. Four Brooklyn Nets. It, it just it's too it's too much contact. It's too yeah. much shit. It's just literally motherfuckers is like making jokes like, oh yeah, I know I'm getting a Rona today. It's gonna be seventy eight degrees. It's like. Yeah. You might. Yeah. <laughs> ain't lying. Like, you, motherfuckers is going to be around people. I told you that shit the other day in Jersey where the family got all yeah. fucked up. They were having a game night. Motherfuckers ain't chilling instead. Like, what? And and the bad part is, motherfuckers don't have real live homes. You yeah. know what I mean? True story. Wednesday, I'm driving a bus. I get to front market my second trip. I get out the seat. I'm stretching and shit. As I turn to walk off the bus, I just happened to turn around and look. Nigga was sitting there with his arms <laughs> on the joint, chilling. So I'm like, fam, this is the end of the line. He's like, oh, no, I'm riding back around with you, big dog. I'm like, all right. So as I'm about Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Step all the way. I look, it's a lady sitting towards the back of the bus. I'm like, you riding around too? She was like, I'm like what the fuck, man? Like, so you, you're just never gonna be able to get people to just go somewhere. It's, yeah. just, it's, a, it's impossible. And once one motherfucker get it, when he get it and walk into the beer joint and walk into the poppy store and walk into this little place and that place and go to the basketball court and go here and go there and go to the supermarket and go. I can't wait till they fucking do figure out the cure and Jeff Sessions is riding around with the shit like in a tank on his back like Ghostbusters <laughs> spraying motherfuckers with the cure. That's my no. that's going to be my favorite part I, of this I just, shit. I, me personally, I just don't see how how or when it just it chills. Especially in this last week, we've seen two we've seen drastic changes to yeah. our lives in the last eight, nine, ten days. I'm talking about super duper, dr- nigga. Wawa is closing tonight at 2 a.m. Wild. Wawa has never closed. So all you lying, cheating niggas, I'm about to go to Wawa and go to your side bitch house. Not happening, nigga. You better do that shit before 2 a.m. Like we've seen drastic <laughs> changes. Professional sports is not happening right now. 
movie theaters are not happening right now. The XFL said, you know what? The rest of y'all right and hey NFL, let me know if y'all want to try some of these niggas out. Y'all can have y'all can have everybody. Real talk. We relinquish the rights to every player in the league. Did you see the NFL straight has a fucking uh coronavirus provision for the contract now? Did you see that, Taylor? Craziest shit ever. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. That's crazy. Cause I was looking at it last night. I'm like, the NFL is the fucking worst, man. Like, I don't even understand that fucking league sometimes. The um all right. NFL teams put virus clauses in players' deals, can take back signing bonus money if physical fail months from now due to this shit. Crazy as fuck, right? Wow. NFL is the scumbaggiest league. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> on the planet. They're like, Earth. oh, we could, what's another out? Oh, Yo. shit. Crazy as shit. Up out of here. Meanwhile, the NBA, you saw the NBA close all the training facilities. Yeah. So they can't even train. But the NBA was like, yeah, they can still do what they want. You know what I'm saying? As far as like balling and shit like that, we just recommend they don't lead the country. Yeah. Crazy as shit ever, man. We've seen drastic changes. Fucking in KD got that shit. Yeah. And I'm going to do this real quick. Everybody went off on Rudy Gobert because he played around, touched the mics, all that bullshit. And he became like the face of coronavirus because... He led to what ultimately became the NBA getting shut down. Yeah. You know, after that whole shit with the Jazz, with the uh, he's Jazz a, and he's the He's the Christopher Columbus of the coronavirus and the NBA. As much as motherfuckers want to hate him and try to play him in this and the third, Rudy Gobert might have saved lives because they were going to play that game that yeah. night. They were going to play them games into the weekend. They were they were going to ball. Yeah. They like all them people that were in the arenas, they were going to be right there cheering, hollering. Like and Rudy Gobert's situation with him and Donovan Mitchell led to that game being postponed. Led to the Kings and the fucking was it the Kings and the Raptors or the Kings and the Bulls that night getting postponed, and ultimately led to the NBA getting shut down for the season. And the NBA getting shut down, that shit became so real to everybody else, yeah. and that's when it became like a. Oh shit! This is like for real. It's crazy because I was in the gym when they postponed the game and was like, "Yo, yeah. we canceling the season." And I was or postponing the season. I literally was. I put the weight down. I was like, "What the fuck?" Looking at the TV, and it's crazy to think I haven't been in the gym since that night. Right. The shit has just been closed. Yeah. It's like, so as much as motherfuckers try to play Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert might have saved lives because that shit became real. It yeah. became like, damn. Oh no, this this ain't. This ain't fucking Like an real. NBA All-Star got this shit. Like, this is for real. And now you look up, KD got it. This motherfucker from the Pistons got it. This And it's just like, yeah, it's it's not a joke. It's like, and they were saying how KD was spent the weekend with Drake when right after they found out he had the shit. Yeah. I literally said the other day, I think a superstar is going to come out that they got. It. It's going to be Drake, Beyonce, Justin Bieber. One of them motherfuckers is going to come. Holy shit. And it's just, you know, it's, it's a real thing. It's a real live contagious virus that is air it's not even necessarily that it's airborne but it but can live on surfaces it can live on surfaces you know what i mean but it's just they said that shit could live on like like this table on a steel countertop for six hours yeah that's scary as shit so like, it's like so if you like that and this is why they want you motherfuckers to stay home so like say you at the sixers game and somebody got that shit and whatever they doing they at the fucking counter over by the chickies and pizza whatever eating their food and then they leave their trash there and then somebody come right behind them throw their trash away boom now you got this shit. right that's how this shit works. And it's 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 a whole mess. So I want to go into my y'all weirds for the week. I got a couple of them. All right. First y'all weird is the Philadelphia Police Department. 
I don't know who the fuck leaked that shit the other day. Or that bait and switch shit. I, I, I still don't even understand that. Like, it, it's as weird of a time as we're in. The last thing you need is a fucking melee like that to where it's like, and you, you don't think about it because at the end of the day, we young niggas from where we from, ain't nobody doing nothing to me. And that, that's yeah. kind of the mentality you carry. You got guns and, you know, like yeah. you keep a big stick. You know what I'm saying? You just know how that shit go. But to somebody who has a family or has young children or, you know, just didn't don't don't didn't grow up in a certain environment or don't understand certain things to see some shit from like somebody on the news that the cops won't be arresting for like theft, burglary, like burglary. It's just like, what? Theft. Theft of auto with Car, Carjacking. It's it just like, what the fuck? Like, that That was the weirdest shit. So, basically, like, as long as you don't bust nobody's head. As long open. as you don't kill nobody. <laughs> as long as you don't kill nobody or. Or draw blood. Yeah. As long as you don't draw blood, no harm, no foul, baby. We'll see you in two months. Like, you can sell a brick, take a car, <laughs> fucking uh, boost from Zara. Just whatever the fuck like, you want to do. Somebody that I know, like a real prominent figure in, like, you know, in Philadelphia, as far as like going out and all of that shit, just got recently got jammed up like in a Fed case about like selling some dope. If I was him, I would petition the fucking like the the DA and all that shit to be like, I shouldn't lock me up. You know what I'm saying, y'all lock, lock me up for this shit. Now it's legal a month later. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like it's, it, it would be crazy. Like like just the to even put that out. Even if that's the case, that's some shit you let motherfuckers find out as it's going on. So the the um, you don't co- just put that in the in the news. The commissioner, I forgot her name. The new black woman. She seems overwhelmed. I mean, she just seems annoyed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she, I saw her giving a speech, and she was like, yeah, you know, that's not true. That was, like, taken out of context, and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yeah, this is just a whole mess. Like, this just shouldn't even be happening. Not, not, not with all the other bullshit that's going on. So she was like... Um, they're going to go through the thing to figure out who along the chain of command was the one that put that out there and this, that, and the third. Because the, the news reporter boy from Fox, he doubled down and was like, oh, the motherfuckers like mad at him. Like, why would you put this? He like, man, they told me this shit was cool to put out here. And then he put the joint out from the house. <laughs> he don't fuck around. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that was definitely weird. Um, my second y'all weird of the week. I, can't, I still do not understand the toilet paper crisis that is happening in the country. I went to Target last night at Ivy Ridge. After calling them, asked them, hey, do you have toilet paper? They didn't have any toilet paper. Like, Bro, this shit is so ridiculous. I, we talked about it. Uh, shout out to uh, Slap, um, Kyra, and um, Juan. Definitely from Uncensored Podcast. Yeah, we was up there with them the other day on the Uncensored Podcast. Definitely check that episode out, the Uncensored Podcast. They were fucking, it was hilarious. We was, it was wild as shit. <laughs> but we talked about it on there. A man got stabbed in Georgia. Over toilet paper. Over toilet paper. Like, not even like, like hawked. Like he got stabbed with like a wine bottle. Oh shit! Yeah, like a motherfucker, tsh, and and stabbed him with the wine bottle. Come at me, bitch! Yeah, <laughs> come to Falloons <laughs> to get a steak and a beer. Yeah, yeah. Stabbed him with the wine bottle in Sam's Club over toilet paper. And it's, I saw the video with a, uh, uh, it was like an eighty-year-old woman and like a fifty-year-old woman. They were getting ready to rumble over toilet paper, and it's just like. What the fuck? I, I still don't even understand why. <laughs> like, what? what is it? Do you know? I have no idea. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It's toilet paper. <laughs> Did you see the guy got locked up in Orlando? I mean, in, uh, yeah, Orlando, because he, he, um, 
was stealing. He was basically he got the the key joint for the hotel to go in all the rooms, and he was going in the hotel <laughs> rooms taking to- taking toilet paper. He took eighty seven rolls of toilet paper <laughs> out of all the hotel rooms. But he was in Philly. He'd get a fucking citation. Yeah, hey, look, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> See you in a month, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do not understand the toilet paper, paper towel shit that people are on. And it's created now. People are, like, overcharging for this shit. So now they got, like, a hotline you can call to, like, report. Um, I forgot what the actual term is called. Um, when people mark up prices in the yeah. middle of it. Price like, gouging. Price gouging. In the, basically for essential items that people need in a time of crisis and shit. Some motherfuckers showed that Cousin Supermarket had... The 30 pack of Scott. Now, mind you, I buy that all the time from Sam's Club. Yeah. Whenever we need it, I always buy them from Sam's Club. When we get them from Sam's Club, the 30 pack of Scott is, I think, like $24. They were charging $49 for it at Cousins. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous shit. Dirty Regans. She said she, uh, she said that, um, was it my sister was telling me? I think it was my sister. She said that um, the guy told her at one of them supermarkets, the six pack of paper towel was sixteen dollars. I'm like, damn! Like, motherfuckers out here bugging the fuck That's out. Crazy, yeah. I, you know, and it's funny because I, I wear those black gloves at work. I wear them all the yeah. time. I always and I, people always ask, "Yo, where you get the black gloves from?" And it'd be like, "Listen, niggas, go on the internet. <laughs> Al Gore created this specifically for these type of things." Go on the internet and type in black plastic gloves. You'll see the shit's everywhere. Anything you think of, you can go on the internet and type it in. And something will come up for you. But I, I tell people when they ask me, I get them from Amazon. Yeah. I always get them from Amazon. They're $9 a box for 100 of them. So I buy them all the time. Yeah. Went on Amazon because, I'm, I'm, mind you, I haven't been to work in months. Yeah. So I went to work. I opened my locker. I see my box of gloves. I'm like, damn, I'm kind of low. I only got like. I probably got like 20 left in the boxes sitting in there. So I'm like, damn, I need to order some more. So Lee, like, you going to order them, like, now? I'm like, yeah, like, just I'm going to go Amazon order, like, two or three boxes. She was like, you think you about to get some plastic gloves now? And I'm like, they, they can't be sold out. And she was like, bullshit, all that shit is going. Nigga, I go on Amazon. You know, Amazon, when they don't have it at Amazon, they'll show you somebody yeah, who's yeah, yeah. selling it like a private seller so i go on amazon i see him the box is 8.97 it was like i go i click on extra large it was like all sold out from amazon private seller so i click on that you know how much this motherfucker went for a box of 94 dollars. 49 dollars <laughs> for a box that shit was like add three to cart 147 i'm like man i'm not paying 150 fucking dollars for these glasses it's like it's crazy as shit but that's really where we at you see yeah. the dude who bought all the hand sanitizer that was gonna be my y'all weird dude in tennessee <laughs> bought eighteen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer and was selling them online for as much as ninety dollars a bottle oh. on amazon before they went through and disabled all of his fucking listings now his stupid ass has decided that after the strong suggestion of the government he's donated them to local government to let them distribute and give away for free it's crazy he's as a shit. fucking idiot he was on a joint talking about hey man it's the way business goes you know sometimes you invest money and lose sometimes you invest <laughs> this is one of those times i decided to just to walk away from my investment mm-hmm. like you're a fucking idiot but th- like these times we talk about all the time like Moments like this bring out the best and the worst. Yeah. That's just what it and is. And the thing is, I'm all for capitalism. But if you bought a fucking, if, if you bought this shit at an average of, say, I don't know, 79 cent a bottle, sell it for five. Yeah. Why the fuck are you like, 
ah, been waiting on my yeah. moment. This is it. Get, get my family out of poverty finally. Like, like, now you just took a fucking L on all his fucking hand sanitizer you bought. And of course he wouldn't disclose how much he paid for all of this. Yeah. But to buy 18,000 bottles is ridiculous. And just literally rode around. Yeah. Wow, he didn't even have a runner. He just did this up. <laughs> <laughs> he just went from location to location buying bottles of fucking hand sanitizer. I seen a, a lady the other day. She was crying because she couldn't find diapers for her daughter. Because, you know, like, and it's crazy because people get into these things where they, they, I, I, me personally, I don't know what it is that people think, like, the world is ending. Mind you, if the world is ending, you don't need all you this shit. You don't need shit. all that shit, right. Like, you know, if the world is ending, you don't need 50 batteries. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't need them if the world is ending. You only have two remotes. <laughs> 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 You got a TV and a fire stick. That's the crazy part is, motherfuckers would be like, the world is ending. They'll get a flashlight and a hundred batteries, and it'd be like, how long do you plan on using that <laughs> flashlight for, nigga? Civilization will start over. <laughs> how long do you plan on using that for? This is crazy. This shit is wild. But it's like, I literally was in the supermarket the other day. I saw the lady, her cart, she had like, no bullshit, she had like 14 gallons of milk. And I'm like, this bitch got to own an ice cream stand or something. Like, why the fuck are you buying that much milk? What the fuck are you going to do with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, the milk will surely go bad, mamas. Realistically, you going to buy 20 packs of chicken. Unless you about to get rid of that in the next week or two, that's going to be bad chicken after a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I personally, here's another one for y'all weird. Do you realize just how many people, not even like black or a certain specific race, just how many millennials, people younger than 40, older than 20, do you realize how many of them don't know what a perishable item is and don't know what a non-perishable item is? I never really thought about it. I, I was watching motherfuckers talk about it the other day because the girl, she had a, a video that went viral. She, was she had like a mask that was pulled down and she was talking about how the perishable items aren't being purchased and what people are buying. And pe I'm looking at the comments and I'm like, oh, shit, people don't realize what it like. Peanut butter isn't a perishable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't realize this shit. And I, I, I really thought about it like, damn, yo, like, Twenty. Like we talked about it on the show. Yeah. We have been out of school for twenty years, and people have like regressed yeah. to the point where they people don't understand the food groups, like how that works with like a protein, uh, a carb, like <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> they don't understand that shit. And I'm just like, damn, people really, really don't get it. So it's like me being in a supermarket the other day, and I'm just going around the supermarket looking at like what's there and what's not there, yeah. and what's and I'm just like. This ain't it. This, yeah, like, this I don't, a, I'm going to give y'all a collective, this ain't it. A collective, this, yeah, real shit. And I'm just like, yo, you if you really on the joint where you think shit is about to be wicked and you ain't going to be able to get to a supermarket, is there, you know you're supposed to buy, like, soups, shit in cans. Yeah. You know, nigga, why are all the bananas going? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there were no bananas for my frosting. There were no bananas at the fucking first giant I went at. And I'm just like, why are they all going? If you really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's crazy as shit the way people like process <laughs> things and think of. I talked the other day, I'm like, I can't believe y'all survival instincts was like, go get as much toilet paper as you can. Like, how is that a survival instinct for you? 97 cases of yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck are y'all doing? My we other my other y'all weird was uh <laughs> all 
all the the college students at spring break in Miami. Yeah, spring break was a shit show. Did you see the stampede video that I posted? With the, sh- with the shooting? Yes. Yeah. And everybody's like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, a fight led to a shooting, led to a stampede. Because it's 10,000 of you motherfuckers all in the, not even on South, not even in on the beach because the beaches are closed. Right. You're in the streets Ocean of, Drive. of South Beach on Ocean Drive. So now when one thing happens, it creates a fucking domino effect, ripple, of, of ripple effect of subsequent nonsense right. that happens. Motherfuckers are getting trampled. People are getting kicked, stepped on, all type of shit. Have you ever been in one of those? Like an all-out stampede when gunfire. A small one. I, I was in one at a, at the rec at the park, like at a, at a basketball, yeah. a summer league basketball game, and it is. In the moment, it's like funny. In the moment, because gotta remember, also we were young. We yeah. were fucking nineteen, twenty years old. So in the moment, it's like, what the fuck. It's like watching motherfuckers run the run the wrong way because yeah. <laughs> they panicking like that. And then when you get out of it and you really think about it, you like, I could die. Them bullets was going air like, and it's funny looking back because Ra knew Ra Ra was like the Christopher Columbus of that. Ra knew what was up. Ra literally picked his keys up and was like, "Yeah, I'm out." And he walked off and literally like. 25 seconds later, doom, 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 to just mayhem ensued. And everybody was just scattering, running everywhere. Motherfuckers started running up the hill. Because I don't know if you've ever been to the wreck, 82nd Street. Yeah. But it's a hill right behind the basketball court. Motherfuckers started running up the hill. And I remember my man Ross was like, why are y'all running up there? Go that way. <laughs> and, the whole park, that way. and the whole park, like, turned and started running. <laughs> Motherfuckers was going up the hill. And it was the stupidest like, shit. Brain blown up. It was the dumbest shit on earth. Like, run out of the fucking park. What the fuck are you doing? And that shit, like, the, the shit that happened on Ocean Drive the other day was like, Times fifteen yeah. to what the fuck we you know I experienced that one joint and it's just like I don't even want to be in that where you got that many people running yeah. because if you trip and fall you're done you're getting stomped you're done I wasn't a you know somebody I've seen people like died like that yeah like getting trampled in a in a, a stampede and there shit. was one one fucking time Mufasa died like that shit <laughs> 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 is crazy there was one one time Puffy got sued for this shit he had a concert I remember that at, uh. One of them small universities in New I York. Remember that. And a gun went off and a fucking and a stampede started and this girl got like trampled. She didn't die, but she got like injured really, really bad. And he got sued for that and it was all this liability and who's to blame and he made the newspaper for that shit, all type of shit back in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. But I was in a joint like that one time at the pit on forty like uh, over there, like 49th and hoops over that way in West Philly. Number one, I had no business being there. Sort of like uh that scene off state property. Exactly like yeah. that. And a motherfucker pulled out like a big ass handgun. Like. I always wondered about that joint because it's, it once I saw it on state property, it's like you can't really get out of there. Yeah. That's it's, how it's it, literally a pit. Like, like it's a fishbowl. It, it, it's down in the ground. Like the court is down in the ground. You got to step up and out of that shit. Or it's like steps, or you got to step up on the mm-hmm. ledge to get up out of that shit. And it's only up from there. And it's like a nigga pulled out like some a big ass handgun, like a fucking uh, uh <laughs> like a John Yo- Wayne, like a Yosemite <laughs> Sam John, and just start licking like across the park. And I'm like, oh my god! And I had my younger Yo. cousin with me. She might have been like 16 at the time. Uh, 
and and like a couple other my cousins and shit like that. And I'm just like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like I'm on the ground. Like I finally get up out of the pit. I'm like behind the gate, like on the ground. I'm like, yeah, this is bad. This is very very bad. I remember, and nigga, I've never been back since. You just made me think about what you said to Yosemite Sam. Shit. I remember a nigga from around my way was like having some issues with like another motherfucker. And I remember we was like at the park. And he was like talking shit about it because he was like smoking weed, was smoking weed. He was on or whatever. And he was like, "Yeah, man, I got something for that nigga next time I see him." And he pulled out this big ass like wooden handle revolver, <laughs> dirty hair. He was like, "I got something for that nigga next time I see him." And my other homie crack was like, "Yeah, you catch that nigga at high noon, boy." <laughs> <laughs> You catching the hot dude? Be on and cracking. Great Penrose moment right there. Oh man, but yeah, the, uh, the road is out here, man, and people are bugging the fuck out. Um, the toilet paper is is gone. I saw <laughs> I saw a lady yesterday. She had you know how they they put the the six pack of toilet paper in its own bag yeah. <laughs> when you come from Target. <laughs> She had four of them motherfuckers coming up the street. I was cracking the fuck up. How many people live with you, Auntie? Were y'all not taking shits before this outbreak? Why do y'all not have no toilet paper to where y'all out buying 30 and 40 packs of this shit from these random ass little places? (laughs) It don't make no fucking sense. I told you, I seen the motherfucker the other day carrying the single Jones in the the supermarket like that. I was like, dog, like it ain't that fucking serious, man. I know all the poppy stores probably got hella toilet paper. They, I their... wonder if the poppy store is going to shut down with this whole non-essential shit. Nigga, please. The, the way that they're getting past it with the essential shit is if you sell medicine. Ah. Uh. Because that's why CVS, Rite Aid, Wawa, Walmart, Target, they're not closing because, well, with all of those, they got pharmacies. Yeah. So you got to stay open with, with a pharmacy. But the fact that you sell medicine, you can consider yourself an essential. Poppy ain't closing, bro. Yeah, Poppy, I don't think Poppy going for it. Poppy making 94000 a day. Right now? Anyway, so he's taking the fine. It amazes me, though, like I said, me being where I'm at with the bus, just how different, like, I literally saw a lady yesterday, because I'm due to 48, so yeah. the, we sit at 27th and Allegheny, like, that's the last stop. So I pull the bus up, I get off the bus, I'm on my phone, I'm, like, out looking at my phone. The lady, I go over to the Poppy store because I, what was I wanting to get? Oh, I wanted to get gum, because I, I forgot my gum in the house. I went in there to get a pack of gum. As I'm coming out, the lady was coming in, so I held the door for her. She's like, thank you, young man. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. So I'm just standing there looking at my phone like I didn't walk back across the street. She came walking out of the Poppy store with two styrofoam cups with ice. And I'm just like, damn. <laughs> you don't got ice in the crib. There's no way she can stay in the house for the next two, three weeks. You know, like, and, and people don't realize it. Like, in these hoods, these little ghettos, motherfuckers legit don't, like, have anything. Yeah, they go without. Like, they, they no, they be eat Like, the poppy store and the Chinese store, that really be breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. Yeah. So if them Jones close... Demolition man, they coming yeah. up from the sewer robbing the Taco Bell truck. Like it's it's gonna be crazy as Real shit. Because certain people just don't. And I think we really get like, especially me. I know I'm a victim of it. You live life a certain way, you be forgetting that it's not that way for other people. For majority of people, yeah. And that's kind of like I always. It's funny because I was talking to my homegirl the other day. I love my upbringing. I do. I love my parents. I love where I was raised. I love my childhood. All that shit. But I was so, like, sheltered that I didn't realize it was, like, fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it, it really wasn't. Like, we was really, 
we was family matters or fresh prince. Like, yeah. you know what I'm like? I had an allowance. Like, and I, I realized, like, as I got older and started going out, like, kids that was my age, they didn't, they didn't have, like, when you hear motherfuckers like, yeah, I was trapping since I was in the sixth grade. They, like, I, you know, I had allowance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have to trap in the sixth grade. Like, that's just not what it was. So, I, you know, I talk about it all the time. I remember my first time going to my man mall crib right off of where you used to live. Yeah. And they had the, the grill chained to the porch. And I'm like, what is that? And his mom was like, what? I'm like, why, do you, why is it chained to the porch? Because we have a grill on our deck. And it's, it's just chilling. It's not, it's not grilled. <laughs> it's not chained to the, to the deck. Yeah. And I, I just didn't realize as growing up, things be so, like, you know, not regular. Yeah. And especially, like, now I'm older and, you know, I've been I've worked my whole life and everything. So it's just, when I see something like that, like, damn, you don't got ice in the house. It's like, never mind food for the next couple weeks, never mind medicine, never mind this, that, and the thing. You know Man, what I mean? Poppies can't close, bro. Yeah, right. That, that's where I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't see how. Yeah. Probably taking the fine. <laughs> like, it's a fine. How much fine? That? Yeah, I'll pay the fine, baby. Like, I'm not even, like, on some shit. And this is why we, we, we talked about it. I think we talked about it last week. Like, motherfuckers, like, will look down at a certain thing or certain, but, like, I know for a fact they lives. And it's like, though, we, we might have two $300 worth of, like, medicine. Yeah. Like, Sudafed. We got two couple bottles of Zyrtec. No, Sudafed is the shit. The, um, you know the Flonase? Yeah. Sam's Club sell the six-pack. Like, we got six bottles of Flonase. You know Flonase is, like, $40 a joint. Yeah. We got six of them joints chilling. It's, like, just that. I got mad bags of, like, cough drops and just... Shit that yeah. you need in, <laughs> in life. Crisis. Like my my homie, I'll never forget it. Yo, one of my homies, he had cut his hand coming to, like he was coming in my crib and he's getting out of the car. He did something and he came to my crib. Was like, yo, do you got a band aid? And I'm like, yeah. What size? And he was like, oh, you got a bunch of band aids? And I'm like, yeah, nigga, they have a pack with like <laughs> all these different. <laughs> like, I only buy them joints when I need them. Damn. And, and I, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'll just get the box. And I came out and I gave him the box and he was like. Yo, I'm can I get a couple of jokes for that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to change my bandage, so you know. I'm like, yeah, dog, go ahead. Whatever. Like, uh, I have gauze and uh, tape too. I have calamine lotion for the itching. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of shit, man. Like, but it just it amazes me at just how certain things like that, like. There are people who go out in these times and they get all these groceries and they get all these things, they do all this stuff. But then it's a whole nother world where people are really going to the poppy store today to get five wings. Yeah. And if pop clothes, they like, man, what the fuck, man? I gotta go down the other joint. And they go down there and that joint closed. Now I'm ready, Ross. <laughs> playing games. Niggas playing too many games, right. man. Pistol whip somebody. So man. I, it's like I, I, I just don't see how they get everything to stop. Yeah. That's just my thing at the end of it. I, I just really don't see how they get everything to stop. Um, do you want to talk any more about the coronavirus? I'm kind of over it. That's all. I mean, we, we, we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the King of Philly. Oh, Uzi? Yeah. Let's talk about the K, the KOP, babe. Well, let, let, let's do this. Uzi's... I, I, I haven't gotten a chance to get to every album that has dropped. I'm, just because. Because I, I, I went back to work Every album week. of his? No, every album that's dropped oh, recently. Oh, just all the shit that's out. Because Meg dropped. Jane A... Jane... Is it, is it Jane Aiko? Janae. Janae Aiko. She dropped... Uzi dropped, Lil Baby dropped, somebody else dropped. Rich the Kid Rich dropped. Rich the Kid dropped, and it's another album I'm oh, thinking about. Somebody like Big just dropped. Uh, the Weeknd dropped. The Weeknd, that's what I was thinking about, because Jules was talking about it. Um, and One Republic dropped. Yeah, I knew that too. 
I haven't gotten a chance to really get into Uzi's album yet. So I, I have no like thoughts on it. I do. I just because I haven't. You, the gym has been closed, and I, I had, I had just haven't had a chance to listen to music. Yeah. I listened to the to Lil Baby's album. Lil Baby might be the best rapper out this motherfucker. Ain't no might. <laughs> Drake's still alive. But it, it, but baby, <laughs> baby is baby is fucking it up and, right and now. And the thing about baby is, he's he's. It's one. It's unsus. Like you don't expect it. Because it's like a kid that only been rapping three and a half, four years, whatever, whatever. You don't expect him to get this good this fast. It's kind of like he's like a pro, like a rap prodigy, right. so to speak. To where it's like he was born to rap and he didn't know it. And then it just at some point somebody P and Coach shined the fucking light on him, and now it's like four fucking years later, yeah, and it's like he's like the best like rapper. Young out. Thug was like on some shit like painting. Like to stay out the streets. To like not fuck with no street shit. Yeah. yeah. Like while he was like trying to learn the rapping process. Yeah. That's crazy as shit. Yeah. Like Thug is such a like that's another conversation, but Thug is such a good nigga just in general. And everybody that I know that knows him, love him. And even like Neef Buck from State Property was like, yo, he's like, yo, man, I was in Vegas. They was in Vegas a couple years ago, and Thug was like booked at rehab, or whatever, and they performed with Thug, and he was like, That's the thoroughest nigga of all time. Like, he's like, he's like, he knew. He said that nigga was on stage with us at rehab and was our hype man and knew every word to every song. We He's like, that nigga is like a rap encyclopedia. Like, and he just loves showing niggas love. Like, <laughs> it's crazy because you know how you just genuinely like somebody when it comes to like whatever you a fan of. Yeah. Like with basketball, I, I find it very, very hard to believe that there are people who don't like LeBron. Just when you see his antics on the court. <laughs> Off the court, yeah. how he is with his family, yeah. how he is with like his neighborhood and the people he grew up around, his friends, the fact that he put all of them on. It's it's just it's hard to not like the nigga. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Thug is one of them in rap. Like it's rappers where it's like, yeah, I could see why motherfuckers would be wanting to whip his ass and right. beat on him <laughs> and shit like that. But like Thug, I, I just genuinely like the nigga. Yeah. He just seemed like he a uh, all right nigga. And he's become like an ambassador for like hip hop. Right. Like he's become like the OG because like he's the standard to which a lot of these young guys like aspire to be like. Because it's like he didn't have it like the easy way. Like he didn't come out and sell a boatload of records. Like he had to go and go and go again and go again and drop another mixtape and drop this and and figure shit out. And then by the time he fucking finally honed his sound. Everything exploded all right. at once to where it's like he got his album, he got the Post Malone album, he got this, he got he got all of this shit right. out at once, and now it's like, oh shit, like Thug is the nigga. Like, yeah, we knew this five years ago. Like he's got a smash single on a fucking Ed Sheeran album. He's got a smash single on the uh, the, the Havana record. Right, like you know, what I'm saying it's crazy. Every album that's out, he got a smash hit on it. So that's another conversation about our appreciation for Thug and all of that shit. But Baby has just become like a lightning rod and he's literally like shook the whole fucking game up and he's doing big numbers on top of being the dopest rapper out and those things don't always necessarily right. match up um you know certain times in certain eras they do but not all the time dmx jay-z certain Wayne, yeah. yeah certain times the shit matches up but not always because you also have the mc hammer and vanilla ice eras and all of that shit also <laughs> 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 where they was selling ten gajillion yeah. records, but now it's like if you dope, you're gonna sell. You're going to sell music because of the streaming and all yeah. of that shit and the repeatable nature of music. Um, but Baby's album is ridiculous. 
This kid from North Philly, though, I don't think that his album's better than Baby's, but the highlights on his, like the great moments on his album. I'm off for the next week, so I know I'm going to get into it. The the high points of his album are like, whew, like Uzi's a problem. Like, and Uzi just did 311 the first week on some shit. I thought he did like five. No, he did 311 and then he came back the next week and put a whole nother album out. Oh, so the new album did five. (laughs) Okay. And then he's about to put another album out when and if this mysterious he, whoever he may be, uh, puts a project out. And everybody's in the comments. Everybody's in the comments, uh, like, "Oh, Rich the Kid, Rich the Kid, Rich the Kid." He ain't talking about Rich the Kid. He's talking about somebody that we all know and love. And um, yeah, they got some shit going on between them for the last few months. And I'm not at liberty to dispose to to, exc- to disclose that because I guess you know they don't want nobody to know. But yeah, it's been going on for quite a while now. I felt Madden last yeah, night, and he was yeah, like, "What yeah, the I, fuck?" I was lost because I saw the little snippets where motherfuckers was like, "Who he talking about? Who this? You know, whatever, whatever." And I see people on Twitter like, "Oh, I thought he was talking about so and so." I thought he's and the motherfuckers like, "Nah, nah. Like, it's about this shit over here." And I'm just like, and, "And and it is crazy when you see like, because cities don't be that big, exactly. You know what I mean, like." When Drake exploded, The Weeknd was also exploding. Yeah. You know, right after the trilogy and all that. OVO and EXO, you know, they they were like the two biggest things out of Toronto. And you like, they did the joint on Take Care. What was it? Um, The Ride. No. Uh, What you following me for that joint? Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the name of it. I can't either. Loving the crew. Crew love. They did crew love on Take Care. And then them niggas just never was around each other (laughs) ever after that. Then you see Drake three, what was it, three or four albums later say, um, the the, the city becomes uh, better when we ain't beefing. Shout out The Weeknd. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, oh, damn, they did have beef. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, the city ain't been that big, (laughs) and y'all the two liveest niggas from the joint. Why y'all not at no games? Never, like, nothing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, when I started thinking about it, like, yesterday and today, I'm like, yeah, they got, like, zeros. It's like a a cold world, but it's like, you know, the people that know what's going on, know what's going on, and it ain't like, it's, it's a serious situation, and it could go left, like, at any moment, <laughs> depending upon, you know, how niggas is feeling that day and how they want to carry it. I, I really like Uzi for sticking to his musical guns. Yes. For doing what the fuck he wanted to do musically, not being, like, you know, led into some other shit. He really wanted to be a rock star, and he yeah. really was committed yeah. to what the fuck he was going to do. And I remember the first couple of times. I remember when Jules, because he was around... um Reefy. Yeah. Because, you know, Reefy uh, was with, um, uh, your man, um, Poppy. Poppy, yeah. And they were down Virginia or something like that, and he was on Uzi tour bus. Yeah. And I figured, niggas is old. Like, we not yeah. old as shit, yeah. but we old. <laughs> Uzi's a child. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they, I remember Jules like, no, nah, yo, nigga, Uzi, all that. And I'm just like, I, I just don't see it. I just, and, and I remember when the, the, the cars got faster, that shit came out, and I was just like, you know, you know the little yeah. the whole, you know, <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm trying to catch it, yeah. and then it was like after that, everything he put out 
was just lights the fuck out. The yeah. journey had about Britney. Uh, this shit that went global. Um, the song that went ten oh, times. Tour life. EXO tour life and uh, that shit just happened and it was just like, oh damn, Uzi. And I looked up and he was going at it with Alyssa Cara for best new artist at the Grammys. Yeah. And me personally, I felt like he deserved that shit. Fucking right. Especially over her when she came back. She had an album out before yeah, that. Two so, albums. So I didn't understand that at all. But it was like, yeah, no, Uzi really has become like the guy. Yeah. And then you look and it's like. The younger generation, they look at him almost as like, I ain't going to say they're Hove, but he's like they're Wayne almost. Yes. Like, that's what he is to them. Like, be yourself, true to yourself, do this, do whatever you want to do musically, try whatever the fuck you want, figure that shit out as you go. And he literally the other day was like, nigga, I did 500,000 first week. Like, I ain't had to fucking do, I ain't had to change shit, nigga. I stayed to myself. Like, this is me. Yeah. And yeah, he got 30 from Live Nation. He got a song that's diamond now. It's like two yeah, songs that's diamond. Two, yeah, matter bad of fact, yeah, two that's diamond. It's like, yo, it's crazy. He really, you forget <laughs> that he was on bad and bougie. Crazy as shit. Yeah. yeah, damn sure it was. But it's like, yeah, no, nah, Uzi's really like the guy. Yeah, I mean, and you know, one of one of my OGs, my business advisor, um, is a part. He has a part in uh, working on dying, which is like a, a music collective based out of Philly. They have Maddox. They have the producer Oogie Man that did. I'm upset for Drake and um, just did a bunch of records for Uzi and shit. And they were telling me throughout the process, like Uzi was recording at their studio, recording these albums the last two years at their studio and they just like, yo, Drake. They was like, yo, uh, Uzi got forty songs with Oogie. Like Uzi got. 10 songs with Metro Boomin. Uzi got 30 songs with this producer. And I'm just like, well, where the fuck is the music at? And this is before uh, Rock Nation stepped in and, you know, right-sized that whole situation. But he seemed like he ready to, like, he on his, like, I'm taking over the game shit right yeah. now. Like, I'm going to put this album out. <laughs> then the next week, I'm going to put another whole album out. And then the then soon as dude drop, I'm putting out another album <laughs> People don't like that work ethic. I personally love it. I love it. Like, because it's the Lil Wayne Tupac work ethic. Yeah. And, and I saw somebody earlier, it was one of my white followers who's kind of weird, but he um <laughs> he had posted that it was a video of Tupac in the studio, and Pac was saying how, like, yo, I don't got time for all this being in the studio shit. Like, I want to rap, drop the songs, get that shit done. Like, I did three songs today. Y'all motherfuckers who love being in here and listening to the sound and all that shit, I don't want to do all that. Like, I want to rap, get that shit down, and I want to get the fuck out here so I can live the shit that I'm fucking rapping about. Like, y'all deal with all that mixing and DJing and sound, all that bullshit. I'm laying my shit down, I'm out of here. And he was like, this is why his work was garbage, because he ain't put no effort into it. And I'm just like, nah, Oh, that was really just who he was as like a person. Like, yeah. I'm literally coming in. Like, I'm. I watched the joint. Motherfucker was like, "Yo, I remember going into like a random house party in Oakland and going in there, and Pac was, was like smoking out of the fucking <laughs> bar. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Pac was really all over the fucking yeah. place. So it was like, yeah, musically, it's like that same shit, and it's crazy because we look at Biggie, Jay Z. Lil Wayne, those are like the three motherfuckers who we always, when we talk, think about not writing and not putting like, you know, they just come to the booth and whatever the fuck it is. And you got three completely different rhyming styles. Yes. Like Biggie was all about cadence and flow. Then Jay-Z was all about like barring you and delivering. lyrical content. And, and then Lil Wayne was just the antics and just animation, bringing that shit to life. 
And it's just like that shit really works for some people. I personally like it where you got a lot of content yeah. and you're able to switch. Like 50 Cent used to always talk about that, like, you know, overexposure. But the thing with 50, like the overexposure for him hurt because 50 had one like one style. Yeah. Like yeah he, had, he had a formulaic way of making music and that was it. Right. No diversity. Almost archaic to a certain yeah. extent. And then you look at like Lil Wayne where he can rap the hardest shit you ever heard in your life. Like Lil Wayne straight did fucking uh Right in the sternum this time, T-Baby, Hustler music. Yeah. Like Lil Wayne did Hustler music and Money on My Mind. And, he, could, and he also did I'm Single for the Night. Right. <laughs> he could turn around and do... um. You with Lloyd and shit like yeah. that. Same with Drake. Like, yeah, he can go and do uh, God's Plan and In My Feelings, but he could also do 4 p.m. in Calabasas where he just wiped the floor with everybody. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, when you're able to switch it up, like Tupac. Tupac could do Dear Mama and then holler if you hear me. Tupac could do Hit Him Up and then Keep Your Head Up. Yeah. Like, just, just opposite ends of the fucking rap spectrum. So when you're able to do that, I personally like being able, like, Lil Baby... It, it, like he's dropped so much shit this year, he's and he's covering so much ground, yo. But like, then you look at like the baby, where it's like it's one way of of doing. And they actually made fun of that shit in the little Yachty video. Yeah, uh, where they, it's just like so you make a song <laughs> and then you make another song and then you make another song and all of those songs sound like the first song, Lil Yachty. <laughs> like, so how does that work exactly? I ain't fucking with Lil Yachty. He tricked Drake into being on that fucking song. That song is awful. Yeah, that shit's bad. That's just it's a, unlistenable. It's not really good. You know what somebody even the production is bad. I saw motherfuckers the other day. Um, it was like a weird little fucking thread on Twitter where they were talking about um the whole Young Money Pusha T shit that's been going on for like three decades and shit. <laughs> and they were talking about how it all started and how he didn't fuck with Wayne, the whole Bape shit and the Mister yeah, yeah, Me yeah. Too and all that bullshit. And somebody was like, "It sounds crazy, but like." I get like Pusher's disdain or whatever and how he feels like he's a great rapper and this at a third. Push doesn't have anything that's better than hustler music. And I was like, hmm. It's a thought. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and I saw people like, oh, you tripping, you bugging, whatever, whatever. And then people was agreeing with him. And I'm like, he was even saying it. I don't think y'all really remember that moment from the Carter two. Like yeah. when the Carter two hit and like money on my mind and hustler music and feel me and K uh, the, um, what was the joint with the white boy? Uh, Oh, shooter shooter. Like when all of that shit, yeah. just, it's a perfect album, everything around. It. And I, I listened to hustler music the other day and I'm like, yo, hustler music is perfect. It's even the, <laughs> the video the visual was perfect. It was perfect. Because remember, it turned into money on my yeah. mind at the end. It, it's like, and the crazy part was, I hated the first single from the Carter. Oh, Fireman. Fireman, I hated. But Hustler music was perfect. Yeah. That was a perfect fucking song. And I'm like, damn, I don't know if Pusher and them got anything as good as Hustler music. Like, Grinding was a fucking great moment. It was, it was moment. a magnum opus. It was yeah. a fantastic record. But I mean... They talked about this in depth one day on uh, the Joe Button podcast, and it's like on certain shit, I kind of like I, I get I, I I rely on Joe's opinion because he is a rapper, and he's. I want to talk about him after this, and thing. he's worked with all the rappers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He has a record with Lil Wayne. He has records. I think a record with Pusha T. Like he has a record with Tory. He has a record with a lot of rappers, and. 
in a technical sense, Joe Budden can rap his ass off. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily always care about the content or, or, him. or the delivery yeah. or him. His delivery's a little archaic, but he can rap. Joe Budden's one. Of, he's lyrically, he's a fucking juggernaut. He, so I lean on him sometimes with certain opinions and shit like that. And they talked about it in depth and they was like, who was a better rapper, Lil Wayne or Pusha T? And they like, as far as highlights go, it's not even close. Like, as far as like the high moments, the peak moments of their career, Wayne has too many of them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you, so you can't even talk about it in that st- standpoint. So now you got to talk about like the consistency and this, this, that, and the third. And it's like, all right, Wayne had the 77 top features of 2007. Right. So it's like, you don't have more product out and you don't have better product out. But the people who love Pusha T love Pusha T, me being one of them. But I'm able to objectively step back and look at it and say, Pusha T doesn't have a milli. It's like you said, the moments. It's the, just too like, many of them. Pusha T doesn't have a rolling freestyle where it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like I don't. I'm not. I'm not all too sure. Pusha T has a freestyle where Jay Z had to like call him and like, oh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, what's you your know? whole thing? Like, what's up with you? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Bro? And what's crazy <laughs> is right. <laughs> what and what's and, and, and crazy is, and, and, and that show me what you got freestyle, <laughs> niggas, niggas that Dude. that I grew up with, my family, my homies that I grew up with, told me that. Oh, that shit was corny. That shit wasn't. And Jay Z called Lil Wayne like, "What the fuck is wrong? Like, why would you do that to my?" It made people? Jay on his next single say, "I might get us to the mixtape Wheezy." <laughs> like, like the mixtape Wayne was. Yeah, a it's thing. like yo, it's like why would you do this to my beat? Like, just put all his work into flipping his Rick James sample, and then you would just and like that. That, that why to would me, you do that this? to me? And that whole like p- part of it is just wild that. Wayne became the biggest artist as far as like record sales and yeah. what he was doing as far as features and then putting on Drake and Nicki Minaj, all of that bullshit. He became the biggest motherfucker out there. But then on the flip side, when it came time to get gully and do mixtapes, yeah. he annihilated y'all too. Yeah. Because none of y'all have a no ceilings. None of y'all have a dedication. None, none of y'all, y'all have, have a drought. Drop three. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was about to say. Like, y'all don't even have those. So it's just like, God. Damn, like you know what I'm like, and it's crazy because the the revision is history. We almost like now because Wayne got four dreads and he's always on. You just like uh, whatever, but it's like you don't even re- like Wayne just did fucking three mil last year. Yeah, it's crazy as shit. Wayne just had the number one album in the country three weeks in a row this year. This year with the funeral, right? And that album ain't that good, but I heard some shit off that album that's pretty he got, good. He got one joint on there where he go over the city girls beat. The um the drop the, the bounce that ass joint yeah. he fucked that joint <laughs> around but I don't really the album is it's it's Wayne still being Wayne I don't I don't I think Wayne has reached a point now where he do that shit just like yeah whatever but speaking getting back to little baby which was our bigger point here Wayne annihilated his verse on little baby's I was, I was album. gonna say that too <laughs> like, like annihilated and just to see how excited that baby is in that video to be with little Wayne cements all the shit that we say about Wayne every fucking podcast, which is he's the nigga. Yeah. Like it's nothing to even talk about. For his generation, he's definitely the good. He's the nigga. It's just not even a But a for thing whatever reason, about. people want to this and that and y'all still talking about wobbity wobbity, but that's a moment. Like that's still the, one of the biggest songs in the last 30 years. So it's just like, yo, even when y'all try to critique the man, his 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 uh his free throw percentage is so much higher than his peer group. And there's so many niggas that I, came around that same time as him that are out of the game. Like Ludacris is an actor. Yeah. He's out of the game. Right. 
He was a monster. He was top three, top five. T.I. was a monster. T.I. is a... T.I. a podcast. I don't know what T.I. is. Yeah, but all right, yeah. And a, and a reality show guy. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, you take like his contemporaries, he's still performing at, an high, at a high level 50 from time Cent to time. 50 Cent is doing other weird shit. It's like, yeah, pretty much everybody from that era. You're right. They're all finished. Jeezy's dating an Asian lady. It's yeah. over. <laughs> Jeezy ain't had a good album in nine years. Yeah. It's over. Crazy as shit. Ross is like the only one still like, like plugging. Holding on. Yeah. Holding on. <laughs> I look at it like generations have their goats. Sort of like basketball. Yes. Like it's LeBron is better than all these. Yeah, Steph Curry's the man. KD's the man. LeBron's better than all of them. Then you look at like the t- 2000s, early 2000s. Kobe is just better than Shaq, AI, T-Mac, Vince Carter. He's just better than him. Yeah. The 90s, Jordan was better than Karl Malone, Charles Barkley, Sean Kemp, Clyde Drexler. The 80s, Magic was better than fucking... Everybody La- except La- Bird. Yeah, it was him and Bird. Yeah. But it's like he was better than Isaiah Thomas, uh, Adrian Dantley. All, like, it's just what it is. So it's like if you're not in the conversation with your like, era for, for, for the GOAT shit, I don't even understand the point in like, putting Lil Wayne up against, you know... Joe Button or this, it just I don't even understand it yeah. you know what I'm saying so it's just like let's leave that shit alone but what I wanted to say when you mentioned Joe Button Joe Buttons this week was going at it with Jay Electronica yes. on Twitter and I wanted to talk about Jay Electronica and Jay-Z album because everybody seemed to have an opinion on that have you re-listened to it I've, I've listened to it three different times. I listened to it twice. I listened to it three different times in its totality. I listened to it on its own. Oh, Jay Electronica, da, da, da. I said, all right, let me listen to Jay Electronica album. I got some driving to do today. I'm going to be in the car, blah, blah, blah. I listened to the album. I'm like, this is bad. Yeah. I get through the whole album. I cut it off, whatever. I do whatever I'm doing. I come back to it later that day. This is still bad. Mm-hmm. But I like two songs now. I listened to Uzi's first album that came out, listen to Lil Baby, and then listen to it again. This is still bad. <laughs> the end part is worse than I thought, but I still like the two songs that I like, okay. even though I can't remember the song, the names of those two songs. And I'm willing to go to war with you motherfuckers on Twitter about how bad this album is. I listened to it the, the first time straight through, because I tried to be objective, because I knew... I knew Ra was going to like it because Ra's a Jay Electronica guy. and I'm a Jay Electronica guy. I'm not a Jay Electronica guy. I love Jay Electronica. Like Exhibit when, C is like, is, like a, is a magnum opus. Like when Kendrick mentioned him in the control joint, I'm like, he must owe him $200. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Jay Electronica just isn't it for me at I have all. A, when you go, go through your analysis, but I have a theory on why Jay-Z's on this album. Okay, so I, I, I listened to it. And my first initial thought was, man, these beats are giving me a headache. So I stopped. I took two Tylenol. I came back, and I was like, yeah, these beats really hurt. I, I got to wait 30 minutes to let this shit get, get us up. Because the beats really hurt your head to listen to, especially with your AirPods. Yeah. I don't know why, but they, they, they almost don't even sound mixed at certain yeah. times. So whatever, I stopped. I came back. I put it on my Bose speaker, my surround sound joint. Yeah. So I put it on that, and I listened to it in the crib. And I got to like the fifth song, and I was playing my. I got this game on my phone called Gardenscapes. I was playing that, and I, was, <laughs> I wasn't even like listening to this shit no more. And I was like, yo, this album might stink, yo. <laughs> so I cut it off. I stopped listening to it. And maybe two days later, that was the day I went and rode my bike because it was actually nice the other day. So I took my bike out and I put it on, riding on a bike. And I mean, 
I got like four blocks down the street, and I just stopped. And I, because I, I got to listen to some shit that's gonna make I'm gonna me crash my bike. Yeah, I'm gonna crash, <laughs> exactly. And I cut on this fucking playlist I had on my phone with like '80s rap, and I was listening to that, and I haven't gone back to it. And I just, I, I can't. I, I, I don't like Jay Electronica, and I'm just at a point with Jay where it's just like, I don't need to hear this, man. Like Jay, literally, you know what the rap is going to be about. It's gonna be about Beyonce. It's going to be about niggas hating on him for having hair. It's going to be about wine, and it's going to be about the fact that he's a billionaire. Yeah, well, Jay, hasn't rapped, yeah. Jay hasn't rapped about anything outside of those four things since, I was going to say American Gangster. And when he did rap about something else, it was about art, and that was specific for the Magna Carta album. I hated Art Hove. I, like, Jay literally, I, the first song I cut on, I didn't even listen to the first one because the beat really stinks. I went to the second song and. <laughs> the beat really stinks. Literally, it got to the Jay Jones and he was like, why would I need to sell out? I'm already rich. Uh, fuck this. <laughs> it's like, like, you do know rich motherfuckers sell out all the time, right? It, it, but that's, that's what Jay's gonna be rapping about. Like, Jay hasn't had like a poignant message or moment. In rap in a very long time. Yeah, because he's still trying to he's trying to connect to a fan base that still looks at him like it's 1998, even though he hasn't been dope since American Gangster. And my thing is this. When you're looked at as a heavyweight, and that's the thing with Jay, we're not looking at you like Lil Baby. Yeah. We're not looking at you like Da Baby. We're not looking at you like... Even the way we look at Drake or Pusha T or 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 J. Cole or Kendrick. Yeah, you're a legacy. Because even in, in those, respect to those four guys I just mentioned, they have a specific genre or a specific thing that they do. You know Drake can tell you about his love life and all the emotions in yeah. that. You know Pusha T is going to tell you about the street shit and bringing in the motherfucking, when Meech was bringing the Tigers in and all, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what the fuck Kendrick going to rap about. You know what Cole going to do. Jay, you're a, a, a you're an umbrella over top of all these niggas. Yeah. So it's like when it comes to you, you used to move the needle. You used to push the culture forward. Yeah. So I don't necessarily now need to hear you, you on you, every song. Tell me how you're filthy rich. We know this. Yeah. Now what he kind of does is he looks for something, some hot button topic to grasp right. onto, and just does too much of it. Like so, it was like. We don't need ten songs about how wealthy you are or how you 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 know black people don't the have NFL enough understanding. The NFL needs you and you don't need to, and like, it. Like it's just, the, the NFL is a multi. Jay Z has mentioned the NFL in like eight out of the yeah, fucking last couple songs he's rapped because he's bothered shit. by the public discourse about the shit. But at the end of the day, the NFL is a gajillion dollar industry. They don't need you. You don't move the needle when it comes to the NFL, bro. And I get it that you think that you're more important than what you are, but literally, like, and this is not no hate and shit. However, y'all want to take it with a billion dollars you're the brokest billionaire in the room and nobody really takes you that serious you take you more serious than they take you they do realize that black that black people pander to whatever you say there's a segment of us that do that mm -hmm. and that your word is law to us that's your role is to get the niggas back on board that we're unsure that worship you get these niggas back on board for us but the overall general public doesn't give a fuck what Jay-Z has to say when it comes to the NFL. It doesn't mean anything yeah. because the majority of the people that watch the NFL and support the NFL are four truck driving, shotgun wielding, yeah. redneck motherfuckers. Like, wife beating. Wife beating redneck <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers. And that yeah. just is what it is. So while I appreciate Jay-Z's contribution to this horrid album, 
um, and he was the standout part of the album. Um, my theory on why he's on this album and why he loves Jay Electronica so much, I personally think that Jay Electronica has the pictures of uh, Beyonce and LeBron. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, he got them shits in a safe deposit box somewhere, and he like, nigga, you will be on this motherfucking album whether you like it or not. And Jay-Z came on there and wrapped his little heart out. Just came across my John, uh, Montgomery County DA, the deadly shooting outside of King of Prussia. There'll be no criminal charges filed. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Damn, yeah. That's crazy. It's an unfortunate situation. Everybody involved. Everything, yeah. It turned out the guy that shot him was a white guy. Oh, wow. To make matters worse. Sheesh. So, yeah, you read through the the the, uh, the details of the case. It's a very tragic, unfortunate case. It was over a traveling call. Like a walk? Yeah. No, motherfucker, you traveled. No, I ain't traveled. No, motherfucker, you traveled. And we can get gangster about this shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy shit. Damn. Yeah, so a very, very tragic, unfortunate situation, man. So. Yeah, I remember a guy from my neighborhood, his little brother, he had uh, robbed somebody. And the guy was an um, off-duty cop. And he robbed him. And he, he took his wallet and ran off. He shot him in the back. Damn. No charges. I was like, Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah, hit him as he was running off and shit. I remember that. So I think to put a nice bow on this whole show, if you haven't listened to Uzi's album, listen to it. His albums, he had two albums. Listen to it. Um, stay your ass in the house. Definitely try to stay in the house. Or it, 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 It's not even that you have to stay in the house because you can still go out, work out, you know, walk, you know, whatever, whatever. But... Definitely stay off the bus. I don't. I don't want to see you. <laughs> stay off of that. Um, if you think you're flying somewhere this weekend, you're, you're not. not. <laughs> um, understand that with all of this that's going on, everything that's happening, it's not just for nothing. Yeah. That it's not that we passed. Oh, the consp- let's throw the conspiracy theories. Yeah, shit. we don't. Once really- Kevin Durant got this shit, I'm like, all right, ain't no more conspiracy theories. I saw somebody the other day was like, oh man, this corona shit, this coronavirus shit, serious, more serious than I thought. KD just joined them, nigga. They about to go on a run. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there, but and all of the conspiracy shit we don't need. Um, people are dying. People are sick. People are getting fucked up. You know. Doctors and pray for the the healthcare workers yeah, who actually sure. have to be. My sister works at hospital. Like people, bunch of people that work at UPenn just got yeah, tested I saw positive. that shit tested positive because you 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 exposed, su- you're exposed to it. You subject to that shit because it's there. It's like I'm coming in. I told you I walked into urgent care. They're like, oh, oh, <laughs> you see the sign? <laughs> no, they, I ain't see that joke. Yeah, well, go look at quick. it. Let me look at that joke. <laughs> like, yeah, they not fucking around because. If you feel like you sick or feel like you got those symptoms and you walk into this office, ooh, we're all exposed to this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's um it's trying. It's 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 the next couple of I say the next two months are going to be very strange. For me, hell. Like we we are entering into I I me this is my personal belief. This is Matt's hot pick of the day or whatever. Like this is like like my archery pick. Like this is what I got. I feel as though that in the next 10 to 14 days, everything's going to be shut down. I agree. Everything. It's going to be like, listen, this Friday, nigga, get your liquor, get your cigarettes, get your beer, get your crimpets, whatever the fuck you yeah, need. Write down all the prostitute phone numbers uh, you need. All that <laughs> shit. But for the next five days, nothing. Yeah. 
Like, no one's coming out. No one's going anywhere. Everybody got to chill. Because the numbers are rising so... We were at 300 cases eight days ago. We're at over 10,000. So it's like... The numbers, they're not doubling, they're not tripling, they're not quant they're they're literally multiplying yeah. fast, fast. And you figure Philadelphia is literally at a point where a lot of the tests ain't even come back yet. Yeah. Like you, they're getting ready to open the, the uh drive-through testing down at the stadiums and shit like that. So it's like the numbers are gonna rise and rise and rise and rise and rise. And once like that situation over here with the family, more people start really getting sick and passing away. Since some goofy motherfuckers I know last night had a fucking house party, and I'm just like, y'all just don't fucking get it. Y'all don't it. understand it's like 20-something people, and the, the two nights before, some or like Monday night, somebody I saw had a house party. It was like 30 people, and I'm like, yo, y'all motherfuckers are assholes. Literally, like, my fiance was telling me how somebody she know was having like a house party, and she was just like, what the fuck is that? Like, no. 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 I saw shit the other day. I think it was in Denver. Was it Denver or somewhere? They had a party. Nobody there had the symptoms. And that's, this is the craziest part of the whole thing. We didn't even mention this the whole show. You can be asymptomatic and not be experiencing any of the symptoms, but yeah, still be carrying still be the carrying, shit. Yeah. So they went to a party. Nobody had any symptoms or nothing like that. Three days later, half of the people who was there was sick. Everybody got this shit. It's crazy as fuck. Lucian Grange got it. It just Elba got it. Lucian Grange, they said he was at a party that weekend with Tim Cook. So now all of them got to be the fuck quarantine and worry about the shit. Tim Cook, by the way, is the CEO, CEO of Apple. Apple. I said like, Lucian Grange the other day. People are like, who? I'm like, sir, he's royal. He's literally British royalty. Yeah. Sir Lucian. He's been knighted. Yeah, he's been knighted. Sir Lucian Grange. He's a multi-billionaire. He's, uh, like, to put it in perspective, like, he's like. Like Lil Wayne, Drake, Birdman, all he's of their them. Boss. <laughs> yeah, like, he's they all, all their boss. They all have him because of Lucian Grange. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Pretty much. Like, he's Elton John's boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. But they said he was at a party with Tim Cook and several other high-ranking players from Beverly Hills and shit. So, they because it was his birthday party. Yeah. So, they was like, yeah, like, they all worried about the shit now. Well, yeah, the shit is crazy, man. And it's just like, yeah, that fast, you could be around somebody and everybody who's around. Like, and that's what's happening is like, like my break room. Yesterday, we had to do that bullshit picking. It was 50, 60 people in there. Yeah. I'm like, if they come in here tomorrow and be like, so-and-so was in here yesterday, they got it. Fried. We all fried. exposed to this yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's why they're trying to keep the, the numbers down. But y'all having house parties and fucking uh, mega orgies and every fucking thing else. It's <laughs> like, y'all not listening. This shit, you know what I'm yeah, saying? This, for the next couple weeks, just have regular one-on-one -on -one sex. I know that's hard for y'all <laughs> fucking filthy animals out there. <laughs> like, don't party no bitches. Like, you know what I'm saying? No sex parties, yo. Like, it's not the time. If you can't confirm somebody's whereabouts for the last... 10 fucking weeks, you don't need to be around them, yo. Yeah. Period. My mom fucking got jammed up the other day. She's in Mexico right now. She had a vacation planned to Cancun for months now. Been paid for it, whatever, whatever. She's trying to call the airline and fucking uh, reschedule this shit. Of course, you can't get nobody on the phone from the fucking airline. Yeah. So she had to go on a trip. Now when she comes back, she's got to go into quarantine for two weeks mm -hmm. because she fucking left the country. Yeah. Did you see the shit with the people coming back? Going through customs in the airport, the lines was like eight hours long. And I mean, the shit was like the escalators was filled up. And I'm like, if these people don't got it, somebody going to get the shit standing <laughs> around all the fucking people. All the, but the, eight fucking hours. 
Like, what the fuck, man? So it's like, yeah, the next couple, I feel like the next couple weeks are going to be very, very strange because it's going to get to the point where they already got a curfew. Like Taylor said, they're enforcing it over here in Jersey. Yeah. And in Philly, it's supposed to be 8 to 5 in the morning. Um, only essential people. And my biggest thing is there are no restaurants. I cannot harp on this enough. No restaurants, no movies, no museums, no malls, no stores, no anything. Where are you going in the first place? It'd be annoying. Like, I came here today to record. We got disinfecting wipes and all kinds of shit in here, by the way. Chad came here. Taylor's here. If I had to catch the bus here, nigga, we wouldn't have <laughs> we recorded. Wouldn't. <laughs> we wouldn't have recorded. I'll be honest with you. I love this shit. I don't love it that much. <laughs> we wouldn't have recorded. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you getting on the bus to go where? To go bother whom? Nothing. I'm about to just go to my girl house and shit. You'd be surprised just how many people were getting on the bus this week with no money. Because it's, it's just the bums. It's just the vagabonds. Yo, I, I, my first day, yo, my first day, my first trip, nigga got on the bus. I need you today, OG. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, do I, I don't miss this shit. <laughs> need you today, big time, like, big no, man. I ain't been here four months. I need you today, OG. <laughs> and I'm like, where are you going? What's open? City shut down, bro. Where you going? Nah, man. Nigga downtown got a little nickel bag for me. He's going to give me that joint. Yo, I'm, I'm make telling my you. Way down. Bro, Market Street, nigga, it's the Wawa, the 7-Eleven, and the CVS. That's it. There's nothing open. Nothing. The gyms, the the, the bars, the restaurants. Yo, as soon as I signed up for the gym, I signed up for the Edge, by the way. As soon as I okay. signed up for the fucking gym, they hit me with the email like, yeah, it's over. Me, we was at the Edge tonight when they clipped the NBA game, yeah. and me and Lee was leaving. I told my man who worked the counter at the front, he cool as shit. I was telling him, I was like, I probably ain't going to see you for a little minute. He's like, damn, what you ain't, you, you ain't you, what you taking off from the gym? I'm like, they're going to fuck around and clip this shit in the next day or so. He's like, you think? I'm like, Doug, it's a gym. Everybody's sweating. <laughs> it's a, like, it's no way. Literally, the next morning, Governor Wolf was like, media, Chester County, Delaware County, everything shut down. I, I knew that shit was coming. There's just no way around it. And people don't realize it. These places that, like, they're hotbeds for germs. It's just what it is. Like, you can get super sick going into a gym on a regular day. Yeah. Like, if your immune system is on some weak shit and you go in there and use a machine after somebody who's sick or contagious, you can get fucked up just on a regular day. So with this shit, gyms, airplanes, buses, any place you in close contact to strangers. You're like a motherfucker you, you don't know and don't know what's it. going on. The supermarket for, for like, I told you Trader Joe's on Broad and Arch, they was letting people in two at a time. Just cause you get in the right aisle in a supermarket, it could be 15 of y'all in that aisle. Already y'all drawling. Yep. I, I was, it was funny though, I was in Wawa the other night, I end with this. <laughs> The line, you know, Wawa line can get ridiculous yeah. when it's one person working. Boy behind me was like, man, this is, man, I'm about to cough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to clear this shit out. But yeah, man, the next couple weeks are going to be unlike anything we've ever, and that's the biggest part. Like, we talked about it at my job. My union rep, Ralph, shout out to him. He's super cool. And he listened to podcasts. He was like, we're entering into a space we've never entered before. We didn't have to do all of this during war. Like, do you realize the pin relays got canceled? Yes. The pin relays have happened every year since 1895. They didn't cancel the pin relays during two world wars. You know what I mean? We're entering in through all the viruses, the, yeah. all that shit from 1920 to fucking the, uh, the crash, everything. The fucking it, We're entering into a space we've never entered before. And shout out Ra, he said it best. We're not equipped to handle Instagram going down. 
So we just like, I tell you, they regulating buying chicken. You know what I'm saying? One pack of chicken, motherfucking keep it pushing. Motherfuckers don't know how to fish, hunt, nothing. So we're entering into a space that's going to be very strange for the next couple weeks. This is what happens when, you know, all you do is produce debt as a nation for 77 years. And then it's like, oh, we got to have some skills again. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Shit. That's real. Like, if motherfuckers had to tweet their own thoughts, they wouldn't even be able to do that. A lot of the, the crazy, super popular posts and tweets, they be like yeah. stolen tweets and stolen joints. I see, it's a couple motherfuckers who literally take famous tweets from Twitter and just put them on Instagram as their own joints. And people be cracking for, oh, you so funny. I'd be like, I seen that shit on Twitter. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Like, that, people just can't do it. But I'd like to say we're, we'd be back next week, but. Signs point to no. Yeah. I mean, because, you know. You might not be able to come into Jersey next week, so you might not be able to come into Jersey tomorrow. I got this shit boarded off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as of right now, the live show has been canceled. As of period. As of, yeah. Not as of right yeah. now, like we're going to cut it back yeah, on. No, nah, the live said. show is canceled. C. Diddy birthday bash, canceled. NBA, canceled. NFL, MLB, XFL, uh, international soccer, canceled. Life pending. Yeah. Lee the other day was like, now we can't even like look at wedding venues. I'm like, I wasn't worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) We figured that shit out down the line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my man had to uh, cancel his wedding. His wedding was supposed to be Saturday. Mm -hmm. Cancel all that shit, dog. You're not doing anything. Nothing. Shit nuts. Yo, how crazy! Like I'm literally, I keep it beam with you. I'm about to go to Rite Aid and buy some clippers. Just so I can like do my 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 beard and shit, cause you can't go to a barbershop. Can't go to. Bar- I was literally when I woke up this morning, I said, "Yo, somebody has to come cut my hair." And <laughs> I was on the tip like having my barber come to my crib and just line my joint up. But, but then I-, I thought you thought about all the people that he might have been. Cut- I-, I was like, "You gotta <laughs> buy new clippers, dog." <laughs> I was like, "You gotta buy new clippers, dog." It's gonna cost you three hundred dollars to get a haircut. And I was like, then I, I saw it on CNN. I mean, on a good Good Day Philadelphia, where they shutting down the nail salons, and they were saying how. Um, the best things you can do right now, social distance, go on a social network, watch movies on Netflix. Um, what did it say? Go for a walk, but maintain your distance. Then it was like the things you can do, but use caution. And it was like go to the supermarket when need be. Um, make sure you're f- taking your vitamins and prescriptions. So go to the pharmacies when need be. Then it was like the things to not do. And that's the first one was like, let somebody strange into your house. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't have nobody. <laughs> I'm over here and cut my hair. Like I well, said, I man, mean my beard. If you can't confirm a motherfucker whereabouts from the last 10 weeks, they don't. you don't need to be around them and they don't need to be around you. Yeah, so I'm probably just going to go buy some clippers when I get up out of here and tighten my. No, tighten I got to do something. Because my beard is all over the place. I got to tighten this I'm shit. I'm ready to just cut my whole shit off. And I thought about it like. <laughs> just start from scratch. I thought about it. I'm like, damn, like, because I was talking to him, like, Lee, like, they can't go get their nails done, yeah. wax appointments. All that shit. Wolf puss back. Wolf puss back, baby. <laughs> 80s is you, back. You gotta baby. learn to enjoy that shit, fellas. Bitches gonna be in there pouring candle wax on the shelf. <laughs> get that shit up off of that. Like, dog, it's gonna be crazy. You can't go get a cut. Chicks can't go get their hair done, their eyebrows done. None of that shit. Oh, this shit crazy. It's about to be the goofy to be the Stone Age <laughs> with Netflix. <laughs> with Netflix. <laughs> Like, this shit is wild, It's man. about to be goofy outside, dog. Well, inside. Yeah, man. Take care of yourselves, yo. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll, we'll hopefully, we'll be back sometime soon. Peace. Be out of here. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? 
oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.